Oh my god, his ass now. You have to be fast on the track. I hate that guy. This race can change the rest of your life. My bottle got stretched a little bit. <laughs> I'm about to light this shit up. Look at everything inside. Coffee Chatter Radio, show number four, coming at you live on a, on a Wednesday night. How's it going, Tori? Beautiful Wednesday night here in uh, San Marcos, California. It's hot as fuck here. Um, <laughs> our first, uh, our first chatter radio via Zoom. This is our yeah. This is a, once again something new for the boys. We're making it happen. People want the live show. We're in different places right now. Tori's in our, our San Diego studio. Yeah. Um, but we're trying to make this live show happen. So we got a Zoom account. We're, we're trying to make it work. It's 2020. Everybody gets Zoom these days. So Yeah, we purchased a Zoom account um, just to satisfy our listeners. You know, we just keep delivering the mail. Doesn't matter for different countries. Just makes no difference. We just fucking make it happen. You know what? They ask for it. We deliver. We're just we're like, like the fucking mailman. We just deliver. People on YouTube watching live, thanks for tuning in. Um, you know what? You're welcome, everybody. You're very welcome. We got, a, we, we, got a big, we got a big show. We got Trey White coming on. We got Connor Fields coming on. We got a bunch of different stuff to chat about. It's going to be a good show. I'm excited. We got World Cups being canceled. We got quick shots to be, to be asked. You're right. We got a lot of shit. We got a lot of stuff. Got a big show. Looking forward to hearing uh, yours and Trey's call here in a few. Um, good to check in with uh, the World Cup champ from 2020, Connor Fields, as well. Yeah, that'll be a good one. Um, he just made a post, too, of a World Cup champ, USA BMX champ, national... Uh, national champion and Olympic champion, like four titles being held at once. Like that's a big deal. He just posted that. Yeah. I just did a little while ago. I think. Yeah. It's a big, someone did. He did or someone did like, that's pretty fucking huge. Yeah. It's not a small deal for sure. (laughs) It's not like, no, it's not like a small deal. Speaking of Connor Fields, when he starts the great gate and he's won a ton in his career, pretty much, you know, not all of them on a pro gate Europe. I want to say a a big portion of the, a large portion of the, you know, the, the wins he has are on a pro gate Europe and Connor knows when he starts the great gate. And I mean, it's just, it's on a pro gate Europe. That's just, is what it is. It's just one. If you don't have a pro gate Europe, you know, you're not doing gates. You're we, literally we the dumbest person alive. If you don't have a pro gate, Europe. I don't understand like why you even practice starts. If you're not going to do it on a pro gate Europe, because everywhere you I don't know why he bothers. And you know, we joke about this, but we're being serious. Like if you're not have a pro gate Europe and you're looking, or you're looking for a gate, you should be getting a pro gate Europe. Everyone uses a pro gate Europe. I know. I would have loved to have a pro gate Europe set up when I was racing. Yeah, wouldn't that be sick? So, it would be so sick. You could mount it on like a, well, you could put it on your street, but ideally you have it in like your yard or something or like at the track mounted in something. So it's like a flat acceleration. Oh yeah. my God. It's awesome. I love oh, it. You know what? Talk dirty to me. That's just, that's what you need. So any, any tracks out there, you want to get some better gates, you go to ProGate Europe. Tell them Tori yep. and James sent you guys. You know yeah, what? Tell just, them, tell them <laughs> Coffee Chatter sent you. And tell they'll, them they'll take care of you. <laughs> Coffee Chatter sent you guys that. They'll get you sorted. <laughs> Right. Look, it's giving away free gates. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wouldn't that be something, hey? Oh, uh, yeah. Wouldn't that be something? Uh, we also got to give a shout out to our friends at motosheets.com. Uh, we talk about gates. We talk about, you know, getting better in training. Well, you need a timing system. Maybe your race or your track's having a race. You need a scoring system. Well, motosheets.com has it all made easy for you. You can go directly to them, get everything you need for timing and scoring. Um, they're also coming out with an app soon. Okay, I'm not sure if it's out yet. I don't think it is, or else we would have got word from them. 
but they got an app coming out. So uh, stay tuned. We'll be sharing it once they do. And um, you know what? Like we said, guys, thank you guys for supporting us. And we like you guys to support the people that support us too, which are motorsheets.com, ProGate Europe. Just great people all around. Those are, those are the goods. I'm quickly just putting up a, an Insta story here. That's good. Um, yeah, great sponsors of the show. Um, fourth radio show now. Like we said, we had talked about it for so long. These are really fun to do every second week. We had a really good show last week with Donnie. We got some, we got some really good feedback on that one too. I, I thought that was a fantastic show. A lot of people message us um, with some, I'll say like heartwarming, you know, responses saying they really loved what Donnie was able to share with us. And I think we could all appreciate that story of him from the world in 2009. Like if you didn't feel something from him saying that story where he had to basically go there on his own and then he won the world title and he's like, I'm going to ride back though. Tell him because I came here on my own. Like if you don't get goosebumps, listen to that. You're insane. Dude, I, I almost started crying when he told me that when he started crying, just Dude. it's so cool. Like, yeah. Wow. And you know what? Sometimes it's the most satisfying thing. I know what he, what he means when he, like when you win something that big or when you accomplish something that big, sometimes just having like the most solitary thing by yourself, like riding your bike by yourself is the most therapeutic, like the most wonderful thing ever. Oh, a hundred percent agree. Like yeah. you, that's like, cause you're doing it for yourself and that ride is like, you're telling yourself deep down, like, yeah, I, I did this. I did this. Yeah. Just, and, you can uh, be alone with your thoughts and excitement. You're just riding. You're just in your mind. You're just like, fuck yeah. It's exactly what you're doing. <laughs> like you are just yeah. screaming inside, but outside you're just like calm, cool, collected. Yeah. And then the inside you're just like, yes, get some. <laughs> that's right, baby. <laughs> you're just getting so hyped. Seriously. That's the best feeling ever. What I love about our sport is like we're in a, such an action sport where we're meant to be like these machines that basically just operate, you know, on a razor's edge, let's say, like racing to on a sport that, I mean, with some serious like crashes, shit can happen. But at the end of the day, like we're all these like soft, warm people inside that like we just really care. And like a lot of people listen to Donnie's story. We just like we just we're I don't know, we're soft teddy bears when we hear this kind of story. For sure, because it's so relatable too. Like especially in our sport, it's a close knit community. Everyone knows everyone, even if people aren't friends with each other. I mean, everyone knows everyone. Um, there's no strangers, and we all go through the same struggles. And BMX is a gnarly sport with a really high attrition rate. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's so many injuries and so much stuff that can happen that even you know if it's a competitor, but they accomplish something like that. I mean, you know, it's hard not to feel something for them. You know? No, hundred percent. It's not. Yeah, that's the thing. And so it's like. When we're able to share those stories, I, like, I love when people are able to come to us after and be like, like, I didn't know this about that person. Or like, they're like, I felt something like when he said that, like, it, that's so cool to hear. And that's what we want to share. That's the, I think the thing I love most about the show and what we've done and built here is that people get to know all the superstars and riders in our sport. They might see like Freddie Villegas or Joris or whoever at mm-hmm. the races and just get the results and whatever and see them on social media, but they don't actually know them. And then they come on the show and spend an hour or two and just unfiltered telling their story and showing emotions like many of the writers have and sharing stuff they've gone through or, you know, some of the hard times. And I know people feel a lot more connected and know the rider more and like them more. And I just think that's so cool. It is. Yeah. Uh, one of those people we've been able to share the story of was Trey White. Um, we had him on the show. Was it? It's a, I mean, he was probably one of the, was he the first 10, he, 15? He was 20? one of the first, him and Kai, I think were one of the first, like probably 10, 12, 15 people yeah, on the I, show. It felt like it was early on. That's what I was trying to remember. Yeah, it was yeah. pretty early on. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. it was, it was right. I remember it was right before the Manchester World Cup yeah. of last year. We started the show in like what, February? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So it would have been so would have been like yeah, maybe the first ten people, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, we had we got to talk to him. Uh, big, the big question was he made the post. Obviously, <laughs> couldn't really tell from his post. He was kind of saying that he was done racing. Um, I couldn't really tell if he was retired or if he was just done with the GB program. Um, we kind of talked about it in the other show. We weren't really sure, so we wanted to get him on. We wanted to talk to him about it and get down to uh, what it was all about. Yeah, because I remember we talked about it last time. Like when I first saw the post, I thought he just meant. You know, I'm not with the GB program anymore, but I'm going to kind of do my own thing. But then people were commenting like he retired. So I didn't really know what he meant. Yeah, me neither. So we uh, got on a little call with him. Um, quick little rundown here. We'll play it for you. Tori wasn't able to be on this one. So I just did a quick little zoom with him. We'll play it for you. And then uh, we'll let you guys hear what it's all about. I'm excited to hear this. All right, here we go. See if it works. It's the first time trying to use it. All right. We got Trey White on the line. Yes, Thanks for coming on, buddy. Um, we brought you on Thanks because a few me. weeks ago you just had a post said uh, you're off the GB team. It sounds like you're done. Um, give us a little rundown of uh, what the, what the situation is for you. Um, basically, beginning of the season, really. Obviously, I didn't have a good 2019. Just um, we had meetings on the squad and basically just said we're obviously trying to get as much guys as possible. Um, guys are the best results will basically go to Olympics really so for me that was kind of good because I did rubbish the year before so I was like okay um, like, let's do it like previously to the beginning of the year I crashed and I took some time out just before the before the Worlds so I took some time out after the Worlds and I went home for a bit like when I raced the Worlds I had like a bit of a broken I strapped my hands to the bars and stuff and it was just pointless um, <laughs> and I said, that's so I sketchy <laughs> Literally, it took me a while to get back, like, feeling good, and then I crashed and did that, so I was like, all right, I took some time off. And then we spoke about it with Marcus, and I went to London, and I just trained for, like, I came back, like, really well, and we went to Australia. And we just said, like, I need to do well at all these races, obviously, to go to Olympics, and if I don't go to Olympics and I'm off the squad, it's either Olympics or off the squad. So I knew that. Um, I got myself into a really good place. Like, by March, mm. I was PBing, like, best I've ever been. Like hitting PB down the hill, yeah, and then um, the race we did, like, yeah, I was just in a good place, and I felt for once I actually felt fast, like it, like I felt a bit like myself again, so I was like really excited. Um, and then Manchester happened, that like, we had a decent race there, graph on the first day, and I got second to count the second day. Um, and then that was um, that was my last race, obviously without knowing. And then they just basically said, look. June 4th was like two days after the Worlds was meant to be. Yeah. And we would have known if it was at the Olympics or not. And they just said, look, well, you're not going to make it to Olympics because like, I think we're only going to get one guy at this point. Yeah. Obviously, considering next year there's not a lot of racing, um, we ain't got enough races to qualify now. So you're not going to Olympics. So like, basically, you're off the team. And I was like, that's fair enough. Like, I knew it was either that or that. So, before that even happened, I said to Marcus, like, I, I'm not coming into training anymore. Like, I'll train from home, but I can't set the stuff to start here knowing I'm going to get kicked off. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Not kicked off, but, like, yeah, like, I kind of knew what it was, but I was just like, I can't set the stuff to start here trying hard, like, going home in the gym when I know I'm going to get kicked off the squad and I don't know what's next. So, he let me, like, take a bit of time off a bit earlier. I'll still come in now and again. And then, yeah, they just, they just said to me, look, like, yeah, time the program's done. And I was like, yeah, like, I feel fair enough. I, I was, I was, I'm just glad about the timing because yeah, I, yeah. I was kind of ready because I, cause I, I, I already kind of tried to quit before. 
and that time was horrendous like I had no idea like I was I didn't know what to do like I, I was ready to leave the squad you know what I mean I didn't know what to do so when this time came around I'm a bit I feel a bit better now about it mm-hmm. when did um, you when, when was that before I didn't realize you thought about that before so this was like so after the worlds yeah I think it was like September October times Okay. Like the guys went. To, I think the guys went to Rock Hill and raced and stuff. And I just like Quillen. Me and Quillen did have great, great points, so we could have put contributed some money and went and raced. Mm-hmm. But I just had enough. Like I just had enough of going to races and not mentally not being able to like believe in myself really. And I just said, this yeah, is, yeah. I need that. And like I can't do it. Like it's pointless traveling the world and getting going out in the quarters and that or eights and stuff. True. Um, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like I, yeah. I just, I just, I just had enough, and I just, and I just knew that it was my head. Do you know what I mean? Like even if I had the speed, I just, I just wasn't. These guys that were race that were racing these days, are, do you know what I mean? Like you need to be on top form to be able to compete against them. Yeah, you, so you miss like one step, and you're off the back. And someone like yourself, who's coming from like who was at the top of the game and always was, and then you kind of everyone said, "Well, we all go through these little struggles," and when you're trying to climb back up to where you were, and you know you should be, it gets extra tough. Yeah, you put more pressure on yourself. You just like, yeah. kind of like, yeah, you just start questioning yourself. So, yeah, around October, I just, I thought I was going to quit. Like, I went to London and stayed with my other coach, CK. Like, I didn't really train. And then it's just a change of environment. And, like, me, because I enjoyed training before, but now I just was training by myself with no pressure. I started enjoying it again, and I just started riding. And I just thought, yeah, like, I'm not ready to quit yet. And I'm glad that the, the um, program actually let me, like, have that bit of time off and still carried on supporting me because mm-hmm. they could have kicked me off then really like three months we have reviews so they could have kicked me off then oh wow um, yeah but then yeah then i then i came back and, and i think the biggest thing for me is that at the time i thought i was going to quit because i didn't have it anymore mm-hmm. but then when i when i came back and i like i pb'd and got some like really good times um i was like maybe i do like and obviously I didn't quit because I didn't feel like I didn't have it anymore. So that's the only thing I could take out of it and be positive about. Yeah. Is that more time is um, the scenes of events. Because even if even if there was still no COVID, I'd still be racing now. Like GT support me. Mm-hmm. I'm, and potentially I might go to the Grands. I just need to get training properly again. Yeah, fair. <laughs> um, <laughs> like we all do. Yeah, <laughs> I thought everything was locked off. I was like, oh, well, I haven't run my, Like I'm going through this hard time. I don't really want to ride. Yeah, yeah. And my coach. CK um, and like Clive, the GT is like, oh, potentially might be going to the Grands. I was like, okay, I need to get my bike out. <laughs> um, <laughs> Shit's still packed in a bag. Like, I get this thing out, you know. Exactly. I don't even know where it is. Um, but yeah, I'd, I'd definitely still be racing like this year if there was races. It's just that okay. there's no races. And next year, the big races are for the Olympics. Yeah. So if you want a good season of racing, you're going to have to wait till 2022. Yeah, it's true. Really? That's a that's weird part. I think that was a big question. I think. We wanted to have the reason why I wanted to have you on was the question was we didn't know if you were done after this year or you're still going to race like local races and or like European rounds or whatnot. But you're right now, it's kind of weird because it's like the big races next year are going to be qualifiers for the Olympics now again. It's like it's just delayed, so it's kind of weird, exactly. And if, and I think potentially they said they're in like Oz or Colombia, okay? Yeah, I don't even know yet. Yeah, I don't know. I think they said they're somewhere far, so if that's the case, then I'm definitely not. Do you know what I mean? Whereas, <laughs> yeah. at least if at least if Manchester got their one back, I'd be like, hmm, maybe I'll just keep training up until then. So, I mean, just get, get lane two, lane three, get it working, whatever one it is, and yeah, just, just get, get it fucking popping. Tight, 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 tight. Exactly. Exactly. But, um, yeah, so I think it's just a bit weird timing. I just, like, I, I didn't want to quit. Like, 
I wanted yeah. to keep going. I just, and even now, I know GT like will support me, um, but there is really no races, potentially the Grands, and I feel like I've kind of left it a bit late. Like I don't. Yeah, that was always a tough one. But what about like GB series next year? Do you think you'll do any of those or is it like, are you, are you retired after this year? What, what is the status? Are we, no, are, think, are we calling out you retired or is it like you're just done on the, the GB team? I think I'd say I'm retired from, in, I think I'd say I'm retired from international, international okay. racing. All right. So um, there's no point in me going to European with my uh, dad board and my legs are so skinny <laughs> now already. <laughs> no. did, you, did you ever have huge legs? You were just a horse, no, but I, I didn't. remember you have big legs. <laughs> no, I didn't, but they're getting worse, I'm telling you. <laughs> um, so I think I'm probably retired from international racing. Okay. Unless, unless GT say, look, I want to support you next year. Come mm -hmm. to America, race the season. I'll be like, I'm down. I'll start training now. All right, yeah. GT, let's get him but, on board. Get him on, get him on GT, the train. Yeah, no, but other than that, I mean, I think it's too hard to fund yourself, like, to race internationally. Um, and it, get, it gets kind of pointless when there's no end goal for me, personally, mm -hmm. I feel. Um, so, yeah, I think that case, like, I'll probably just have to... No, I'll, I'll still have to turn my back. I'll probably race some English nationals. All right. That's cool. But I'll have to get a job, so so now I'm going to have to get a job, so... And now it's going to be extra tough. Now you got to fucking get a job, you got to try to train, it's going to be exactly. tough. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I got it in me, honestly. <laughs> well, okay, looking back on your international career then, um, because it does does sound like you're done, what, is, what are you most proud of? What are you most proud of on the international stuff you've done in the world? Um, that obviously, I'm most proud of my World Free. That, but more time, my proudest moment of that was going through the semi, like, the okay. third was obviously lucky, but going for the semi was like, oh, like the, the relief was just like crazy. I, I watched that race back I too. I think Quillen like posted a video of like some of your highlights. Yeah, he did. I watched yeah, it. it was yeah. huge. Yeah, that was a good race. Yeah, for me, it was just like for the court, I was like right, and the semi was just right place, right time. It was just like good. But I think that um, I made a couple of World Cup mains mm -hmm. um, and one like, no, I don't think I won a year round, but I won like some big Euro Cups. Like, but mm -hmm. other than that, um, yeah, I'd say like the Worlds. And I think I performed really well one time in Sarasota. That was my favorite race, I reckon. Yeah, you were on but it. But then Torres came to that. the gate next to me. He fucked but you Torres over. I remember that, yeah. I can't blame him fully. I should have been more concentrated. But I was like, Ugh. no, no, yeah, when somebody flinched in the gate beside you, that's fucking, it. it's so, you can't do anything about it. You're just fucked at that point. You're like, shit, what just happened? Did the gate drop and whatnot? Yeah, it's fucked. <laughs> You got Corbin here, and I think I had like Vandenberg somewhere, and I was obviously like, oh my god. And then I got Torres Flinch, and I'm just out of the game. I'm out. See ya. I, I, but yeah, I think... watching that. Yeah, and I was like, I think I got Trey for a podium on this when you were hauling ass that weekend. And then he, literally mid call, he just does a huge flinch. We can see it from the stands. We're like, okay, you're fucked. <laughs> and then he gets a good snap on me. I was like, what are you taking? Unbelievable how he does that. Unfucking real. <laughs> yeah, like, he was gone. Huh. But yeah, that was a good. That was, I think that was a, like a solid weekend for me, and yeah, the world's. But yeah, is there anything you wish you did differently? Um, do you know what I wish? I wish that. Do you know what would made me enjoy things more if I? No, actually, it takes time. I feel like you need to like earn, because obviously you got the coaches in British cycling and stuff. But, like, sometimes you go into training and you do things you don't enjoy. But yeah. I feel like when you enjoy it and, like, have a lot more input in it, um, you get a better outcome, me personally. And Marcus did let me do that. To a degree, when I trained with Grant, I was kind of younger. So, But 
I just wish I could tap into my mentality like easier, and I just wish I was more consistent. Yeah, fair. Right That's a huge yeah. thing in BMX. Everyone's like, just like the amount of guys that can pop off these once in a lifetime starts or whatever, but trying to do it consistently all the time, it's so tough. It's a joke. It's a joke. <laughs> you could be one weekend, you could be hauling ass, and the next weekend, you're at the back, and you're just like, the difference is obviously your mental that like, there's obviously riders out there like Maris that could just turn it well you'd like to think or see that he could be having a bad day and then the final comes turns it on you know what I mean like or like Liam or there's obviously just to see that mm-hmm. is unreal and they're at the top level like we I needed to be consistent every time to try and make a main you know what I mean they could have had a bad day and, and be getting mains and podiums but I needed yeah, yeah. a good day to make a main so my consistency uh, let, yeah it would have been nice to be more consistent but yeah, I feel you there. That's, is, that's yeah. a big one. Um, give me yeah. one thing that you're you're not you're not looking for. Like you're happy that you don't have to do anymore. Like was it something in training you hated and you're just glad you don't have to fucking put up with anymore? Yeah, like I reckon I'm not gonna lie to you. Changing my gear and cleaning my bike. Like, that's just not you guys always had the cleanest bikes too. Uh, but it's just changing the gear. Like every, like when we do different sessions, we like change, we change gears a lot. And when I started using this disc brake, I'm telling you, it wasn't like for me, it was hard to get used to. <laughs> and I just had a nightmare. Now I love it, but yeah, I, I think I'm glad that I have to fix my bike. And, <laughs> and I'm glad. No, and also in England, just riding in the rain or like riding in the rain or jumping in the wind at World Cups. So I'm not. I'm not gonna miss that. Yeah, that, those could fuck right off. Trying to fucking do a Supercross race when it's just howl inside when you're like, cool, thanks guys, right on. I'm not gonna miss it. Like going up. To- <laughs> On the gate, you're sometimes I just want to get round. Do you know what I mean? Fair, yeah. But I want to start here and I just want to get round. Like, I'm not going to miss that at all. No, that's one of the worst parts of our sport is having to be in the gate, winds howling, you're just praying, like, all right, just let me get around this second straight and I'll be fine. (laughs) I feel like some people thrive off it. I feel like they're like, yeah, look at everyone. I'm going to love it. Do you know what I mean? There's some people that do it. I don't know what it is, but it's Kyle. Kyle does. Kyle does. Shit, okay. We go on training camps, right? And Grant will look at us and be like, we're going to do full lap at Papendal. And my first few times over the first jump, this was back in the day, my, yeah. I clipped out in the air because the wind hit me. And we're like, no, nah, we're not doing pro today. We're not doing pro. <laughs> Kyle does the f- effort, randomly hops into the pro section, does the whole thing. Grant looks at us. Yeah, we got laps, boys. <laughs> Literally. Literally. Like, come on, bro. Like, get, do us a solid here. Just pull the shoot. Let us, let us have our day. Please. Exactly. <laughs> but no, he, he fries up it. He, I feel like he just, he could, he'll just jump sideways into the wind and I think he'll just sit back, get his popcorn out and watch me. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. All right. So what's up next for you then? Uh, I know you're doing a little coaching as well. I think I saw. Was it you and your brother doing it or just you? Yeah, yeah. Uh, what's up next, do you think, for you? Um... That's where the struggle is. I actually have no idea. Like I'm, like right now, it's a bit of a struggle. I don't know what. Obviously, I don't know what I'm um, passionate about or like what mm-hmm. I like want to wake up and put all my effort into. I'm not sure yet. Um, obviously, I've been looking at obviously jobs and stuff, and the coaching stuff is there. It's just it's quite tough. Like yeah. to coach, you're gonna have to step on people's feet and stuff. You know what I mean? So um, I'm quali- I'm fully qualified to coach. I just haven't really like I'm. I don't think I could start like a business and be able to make a career out of it, to be fair. Yeah, that's um, yeah, I get that. Yeah, so I'd like, I would love to dabble in it. Obviously, I want to stay in the sport, but um, other than that, I don't know. 
it's tough. I think I'm gonna have to look at normal jobs at like prop like property or like maybe the fire service. I'm gonna apply for the fire service. All right. Um, I like that. Yeah. I'm gonna apply I mean, for this, the fire This is your time to you know take some time off and just enjoy life again. So I mean, yeah, you don't need to, yeah, to like have anything specific in mind yet. Just curious. Yeah, yeah. It does stress me out a bit, but then I'm like, you know what? I've been training my ass off since I was seventeen, do you know what I mean? So I might as well chill yeah, yeah. out a bit. But then I don't know, I need to speak to GT because so I might get the call up for the grand and I just rock up overweight. <laughs> <laughs> so, you, you know what? You're in the running for the title. You never know. They might call you. Yeah, you, true, you, got a, you got a shot. You got a I'm shot. Tori's going to yeah, Tor, have something to say about it because he's, uh, he's in for the title hunt right now too. So, uh... it's the end. It's the end. <laughs> <laughs> I might have a little bit more than him because I've retired like, later on than him so I might have a little horses left. I think you guys should just have a duel then. Sure, why not? <laughs> <laughs> I got him. Flat, flat start here. Oh, you got him. Yeah, no worries. Him. Yeah, you're I fine. Got him. I got he's gonna, him. I got him. He's gonna hear him. this back. He's gonna be pissed. But you got flat hill. You got him. He's he's a super specialist. Him. You know what? He's yeah, literally, guy. literally. After the kink, he's just <laughs> he's gone. <laughs> oh, that's funny. All right, well, that's all we got, Trey. It was uh, good to hear from oh, you. I know a lot of us were pretty curious, you know, from your post. Um, I'm pretty sure it was. So it was, it was nice to have you on. Clear this the story up a little bit and let everybody hear because i mean I, i've said it, you're a legend in the sport you know not many people oh, get you, a world medal and everything so yeah i appreciate it thank you very much yeah thanks for the time as well yeah of course and yeah i know it's like late there we were gonna get you on at like 2 a.m last week i forgot and whatever so i'm glad we got you on. yeah now. i was ready i was prepped i'm not nah, joking nah, <laughs> <laughs> all right good stuff. no all i appreciate right. it bro thank you very much yeah thanks i appreciate Cheers. it buddy. i think yeah. we're working Uh, Trev, I'm, I'm going to miss seeing that guy. Okay. I can't hear anything you're saying, James. There Is we go. Mic on? Yeah, it was, oh. it was muted. My bad. We're back. Okay. Yeah. I, I, man, I love Trev. He's such an awesome dude. I love seeing him at the races. Man, I'm going to miss seeing him at the World Cups. I know. He's one of, he is one of those guys that you just see and you can always crack a joke with and just have a laugh. No matter how shitty the day is for either of you guys, you can have a laugh with the guy. He doesn't take the sport or himself too seriously, but he obviously he takes his competition seriously. Uh, so it's just he is a fun guy. No, I, I, he's one of the guys I just love seeing. love giving a hug at the races and catching up with and just – laughing with him whatever yeah um he had a great career he's one of the one percent of the one percent of people that you know won a world championship medal that's such a select group yeah. you know yeah not many people do that i was i was trying to kind of say at the end there it's like you're right i mean you're at the top elite level of the sport you've made world cup finals you've got a world championship medal like yeah he's big time no matter what kind of struggles you have to the end of your career you always have those those results like it's insane and I got the silver, he got the bronze, so suck it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see a little duke it out of the grands of Flathill. Fucking just two of you guys just chopping He's, each other. I love, I love how I was just like, no, I got him. No, I got him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my God. Classic. Oh, he'd, was, he'd, be, he'd be good on a Flathill, I bet. Oh, he's a horse. Yeah, he seems like a horse. Like, like I said, he doesn't seem like he has big legs, but the dude is strong and on his starts. Good genetics, really yeah. explosive. I'd love yeah. to see you guys um, have a little duel at the Grands. Why not? Yeah, uh, if I could pick one person to win the Grands, 
besides God. myself, I would, I would pick Trev. Just let Trev get in there and ha- just, yeah, just have a crack. Oh, and go my God. It. Can you imagine GB drops him, just comes to USA what? number one. <laughs> what a storyline. What a way to go out. Like, you you call it, call it out. I'm done with international racing. GT calls you back up for a one-time race. You're like, all right, I got you. I'll see you at the race. Boom, just you show mi- up. Just the middle finger of the world. <laughs> What's that mean when they, they put the sunglasses on and just like, the, yeah, every one of those Oh, ones, that'd yeah. be so good. That'd be absolutely hilarious. I hope he doesn't go to the Grands. That'd be cool. I mean, it's, it's a one and only race going on this year, so that would be pretty cool. He's um, got to start training like two weeks ago. Like probably like three weeks ago. You're like, let's, let's be in the gym like now. <laughs> like it's doable in three months. Four would be better. Two and a half is dicey. <laughs> like, yeah, we'll just get you into that point. Yeah. Uh, speaking of the grands, we just got a little discussion topic from uh, from Justin Wall, say BMX. He's like, uh, fill a race for the pro spectacular. So in between the races, would you rather see a USA BMX staff race or retired pros on 16-inch pit bikes? Oh, the retired pros on 16-inch pit bikes would be fantastic. That'd be, that'd be absolutely hilarious, wouldn't it? Oh my God. Can you imagine just have like me, Donnie, Maris, uh, Bubba, Mike Day, Trev. Just all of these Actually, mini bikes. Trev's, Trev's not really retired yet. He's, um, <laughs> he's not like, in your you know category I mean? like yet. Yeah. Retired people. Yeah, he's not in your category yet. It's fine. But a bunch of retired people. That'd be so good. God, that'd be hilarious. Because you, you guys all still have that competition fire inside of you. You're all like athletes that could still perform if need be. And just it just wouldn't be sharp. Bikes. Yeah, and then the small bikes would just make the little bit of unsharpness just be complete loosey-goosey out there. We just look, look like a bunch of fucking clowns out there. <laughs> what a bunch of clowns. Just absolute clown show. <laughs> it would be an absolute clown show. Absolute clown Can show. Can you imagine people seeing Maris, two-time Olympic gold medals, on a 16-inch bike? It would be hilarious. It would be, be unreal. Yeah. Everyone I want to see, see Mike Day on one of those. Oh, God. He'd, he'd make the bike look like a 10-inch bike. <laughs> yeah, he would. Yeah. So um, that'll be something. Yeah. Right? That would be that would be really good. It actually would be kind of cool to see the USA BMX staff too, because everyone knows the staff at every race. It'd be it'd be pretty fun to see them race too. Dude, it would be exactly like what they say in the Olympics, like put uh, an average Joe in the place of one of these top Olympic athletes. That's what it would be like. You put one of these the guys that work at USA BMX. They know BMX. They've probably ridden BMX. Some of them maybe, but some of them haven't. You put them on that bike, and it's just going to be like, okay, now we're going to show you what BMX is all about, like how hard it really is. 16 inch if if there was a retired 16 inch wheel race I, i'd probably do it just for shits and giggles yeah, yeah I'd, I'd probably do it yeah it'd be pretty it'd be pretty fun to do who do you think we could get to do it because obviously maybe you get you to do it would donnie yeah, I, could we get donnie I, I and mikey be, to do it yeah i would do it um like an afro better come out for it we get afro in there i think afro would do it i wonder if maris would do it i think maris would do it i hope so that'd be, um, that'd be, yeah throw him in there she get like she get like bubba to do it Sure, yeah. Dude, somehow I feel like Bub would be just as fast on a on a sixteen inch. I don't know why. Know. He makes he makes his bike look small to begin with. So I, I, yeah, I'd have to do the last month of training on a sixteen inch bicycle. <laughs> <laughs> give us give us like a month notice and I'm in. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Then you can Straight practice up, on a mini bike. Up, yeah. <laughs> God, that'd be so fun. Oh, that'd be so fun. It'd be so cool just because like, we could hang out at the race and the race would be like whatever and just enjoy it. Would you train for it? If, what if they put money on the line? What if it was five hundred dollar purse, sixteen inch? Would you would you train for it? Yeah, I would. I wouldn't like full on double A pro train for it, but I'd <laughs> definitely go to the track a few times a week and do some some more gym. You yeah. don't want to show up there the first time and like go to do a snap out of the gate on the sixteen inch and just loop it because you're not used to it. But like, there's no way I'm doing sprints. No, no, that's like the one thing. No, no, there's, no, there's that's no way I'm doing sprints. Cardio endurance stuff. That's not happening. <laughs> you ain't working no. on that side of things. No, 
No, but I'd, I'd, go, to, I'd, go, I'd go to the track for sure. Yeah, you might hit up the local. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, we're, we're, not, we're not doing overgear sprints. <laughs> <laughs> You're not doing the 60 meter uphills, just burners of sprints. No, no, that's no. not happening. Um, side note, we'll continue this, but Gavin, if you want to call in, you can call in now. I mean, Roger, sorry. Roger. Yeah, you can call in whenever. Um, but yeah, that'd be sweet. They should have a little sideshow at the Grands, actually. Like, that would be hilarious. Like, they do the side hack thing, and I mean, it's funny, but um, when it's well-known athletes or more known people, and you can kind of uh, relate to the person, see who that is, I think it's funnier. So, I think so. Can you imagine them seeing Bubba and Maris? That'd be awesome. I mean, I mean, they're just epic legends. Anytime you get an opportunity to see them back on a track, it'd be awesome. So you're right. Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. Um, should we get to some news? Big news in the sport. Are you there, T? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, okay. I didn't know. If you, I thought you froze. I was, I was going to continue. Oh. I thought you froze. I like, <laughs> no, I was just listening intently. Classic jankiness that goes down with this podcast. <laughs> but big news in the sport. Uh, the last round of the World Cup series that was being postponed till November in Rock Hill has been canceled. Um, yeah. Not a surprise. Bummed to hear it, but not a surprise. Yeah, you know, at first I was thinking, well, all these other sports are starting up. And mm-hmm. it'd be possible if everyone just came, maybe the UCI rented out a hotel and like said to all the teams, look, you, everyone just has to stay here and we'll have food catered in and whatever and kind of create our own little bubble. Mm-hmm. I think it would work. And everyone just kind of stays in their team. Like us media would be one team, you know, like obviously each country would be their own team. Everyone just kind of stays in their little bubble and we all stay in the same hotel and then just go back and forth to the track. I think it's doable for sure. I thought like I thought it was. Mm-hmm. That being said, I didn't think that it was going to happen, but I was thinking about this like before I got canceled and I was like you know it, I think it could happen but then obviously it got canceled and me and you looked up and pretty much most of the world is even allowed to travel to the US so, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah logistically like it actually wouldn't work like we had it's our actually, hopes we had an ideas like, but logistically like it, you couldn't do it like Canada's allowed to go to the U.S. for some reason, but then the rest of the world pretty much isn't. So it'd be like a continental championships as a World Cup. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I mean, we could go. I could go and hang out. <laughs> Which is always just USA plus like one or two Canadians, if that. But yeah, so yeah. it literally couldn't happen. Um, I think a lot of people probably don't know that, so they were probably hoping that it was going to happen, but it yeah. literally can't. It's like it actually can't happen. No. Yeah, I was telling you before, like mentally I'd already kind of I had, I didn't think it was going to happen. I didn't think it should. And so mentally I kind of got myself, this was like months ago. Mentally I was in a place where I didn't think it was going to happen. So I wasn't really, I had it in the back of my mind, but I wasn't really that focused on it, which in hindsight is not like what I wanted to be. And I knew I had to kind of turn that around around this time, like start getting focused for it. Um, so kind of hearing that it was canceled, like as much as I'm bummed about all that's going on, like mentally I was like, okay, I'm, this is kind of what I expected. I'm kind of happy that I can keep working on the things that I've been trying to work on right now. I just, I wish that I had a race like this to like actually be training for instead of just working aimlessly on different things again. Um, but like I said, I never thought it was going to happen. I didn't think logistically we could do it. We don't have the money in the sport to be able to test like these other sports do. They all get tested yeah. before they go into their venues or they get tested before they go into their bubble. How are we supposed to do that? Like, yeah. And, um, Dude, not much might change before next spring when the when the uh, World Cup's supposed to start again. I don't know if a ton's going to change. I hope it does, but we'll have to wait and see, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, in my mind, I've always been thinking, like, okay, as soon as 2021 rolls around, like, it's go time. Like, shit's just going to have to start happening. And I, I feel like people have been thinking that way, too. Like, we can only put this off for so long. We can only – eventually, we got to adapt more and more. And we got to start taking the risks more and more to start doing these events and whatnot. And my thinking is as soon as 2021 rolls around, like we're going to start doing that um, one way or another. 
I'm not saying it's going to. That's my opinion. Um, so basically, I'm just that's what I think, and I'm hoping that happens because, yeah. Like, let's just skip to 2021. Romaine said it on a post. Like, let's just skip to 2021. 2020, we're gone. We're done. We're gone. It's over. Well, who cares? It's gone with now. Let's live with it. It's in the past. 2021, here we come, baby. Yeah, I mean, all these other sports have figured out a way to for their stuff to go off. Um, so, you know, I think it's it's time, and hopefully BMX figures it out too, and we can go ahead with some races next year because I think all the all the obviously all the riders are ready to get back, and I think everyone is. Like, I'm I would love to go to the races again. I miss going. Um, yeah. Yeah, hope, hopefully BMX figures it out, and by next year, they can start having some international races again. Yeah, I hope so. I've been one of those weird – I say weird. I'm, I'm sure there's other people that feel this way too. Um, I, we were always like – we travel all the time. We go to these races all the time, and I enjoyed it, but I never really – I always said like I, I enjoyed my time at home, but I never got to really enjoy it and just relax at home because we were always planning for the next event, next race, next training camp, whatever. So I've actually – now that I've had all this, this year at home basically, I've really enjoyed it. I've, I've really relaxed. Like I've enjoyed it. I haven't really cared that race has been canceled because I just kind of, it is what it is. You got to deal with it. And it's been really nice. But now it's like 2021. We're into the fall, basically. September to me is fall time, even though we're still in summer. It's in the fall. That means 2021 is right around the corner. I'm ready for shit to happen again come New Year. Like I'm ready to go to these races. Like it's time yeah, to race. I probably would have liked to break too. Like when I was still racing, I probably would have liked to break like that because mm-hmm. um, you never really get one. No, we, everything. No. This season's so long. Like you race whatever February to no, end of November. Yeah, <laughs> like you never really get an off season. So, yeah, it would be would have been kind of nice. Um, at the same time, like, <laughs> like everyone gets a year older, you basically miss a year out of your career. That's the thing. Yeah, that's one so thing for sure. There is that to consider too. Like you really miss. Like we 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 have a really limited career in BMX, and mm-hmm. so with this going on like everyone pretty much misses a year out of the career and you don't really you don't just get that back the next year like you don't get younger you stay the same age like the world marches on with or without sport um yeah. so unfortunately yeah some people miss out on a, on a year of their career i feel bad for the uh the kids in junior second year junior who doesn't get <laughs> the second year junior because that's a big opportunity to win the world title um but yeah it is what it is yeah well thank god i'm a two-year late bloomer so it's like you know what I just, I'm now turning into a one year late bloomer. That's all You're it pretty is. Pretty much like 21 right now. Basically like 21 <laughs> turning 22. It's just, it is what it is. But uh, <laughs> no, speaking of the juniors, like we, every time we say this and we're like, oh, it sucks for these second year juniors. I think of Ryan Tugas because yeah, Ryan Tugas, um, he's one of the Canadian guys, top amateur, basically be a top he was, junior. He was going to win the Worlds this year. He so, was, yeah. was going to win the Worlds. I trained with him. He fucking smokes me half the time down the hill. Um, he missed last year because of an injury. Basically just had to take the year off. He's coming back this year for a second year junior. Looking sharp right now, I got to say. And he can't do it. And now he's got to hop right into elite. So, yeah. yeah. Speaking speak of Ryan, I just sold him my old set of golf clubs. I was getting into golf, baby. This is a okay, huge golf week. <laughs> Everybody, sit back, enjoy golf week. U.S. Open is this week. So our weekly, a hashtag weekly golf check-in, um, U.S. Open this week. Yep. Huge tournament. Huge Excited tournament. to watch it. Um, Update on myself. My swing's really coming around. I'm still grinding, but I, I had a I had a promising round yesterday. Did a lot of good things, and I'm I'm Fantastic. rounding the bend here. That's what we like to hear, T. R- really like had to, to dig myself out of a, the crater of horrific golf I was in for like a few weeks. You're in one of those waves. We talk about these waves. You're in a wave. It's fine. You got to grind. The same thing. Yeah, for some reason, it's the same thing in every sport. And it's looking back, mm-hmm. it's the same thing in BMX for like a few weeks or like sometimes a few months. For some reason, like you just can't get consistent gate starts you're just fucking with stuff it's not working at the races you're trying different stuff it's just it's not happening and then you go through like another few weeks or like a couple of months where it's just effortless and you just roll up to the track don't even warm up don't even think and then just rip one off and it's like what changes 
what happened? Like, where did this all go wrong? Where did it all go right? Seriously, though, every BMXer probably right now is like freaking out. They're like, this is happening to me right now. It's like it I happens. I don't understand how that happens. Yeah, it's unreal. I'm, I've been going through with my, my gates right now. I've been trying to change some or make some adjustments. I did two sessions like end of last week, beginning of this week, where it's like I didn't know how to stand in the gate anymore. I was like, what I am know. I doing? Do I, like my ankles and feet <laughs> felt weird. My knees <laughs> felt all crooked. I was like, what is going on? Like you gotta, just you get out of the gate. the gate. You got to stand in the gate. You lean back in your mind. You're like, there's no way I can get a good gate from how I'm standing right now. <laughs> no, it's insane. Yeah. And uh, I know. so I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, it's one of these things in sports where you just got to work through. Yeah, you just got to work through. And I think it probably happens because over time, without realizing, it might happen over a few months, maybe your pedal starts like inching upwards or you start leaning a little bit too far back and then you don't notice like day to day, but you notice after like a month and all of a mm -hmm. sudden it gets to a point where it doesn't work and you feel like you haven't changed anything, but really you've gotten sloppy with something and you're like, what the fuck is it? And then it takes you a while to figure it out. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent, it does. Yeah, it's just so annoying. It's like one you know of those. Yeah. yeah, what I think, what I wish I would have done at certain times is like, for instance, if I was struggling with my gates at a certain point in time or whatever, is just put everything else in the back burner and then just go to the track like fucking every day and do them. Like I never really did that. I kind of just stuck to my routine and obviously worked on it. Mm -hmm. But I kind of wish I like compensated more for what I was struggling with at that point in time. That's smart. Do something technical. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I think that's smart. That's a good option. My, like my personal option right now is like, is just resorting back to basics. So it's kind of a similar idea, I guess, grinding it out one way or the other, but it's just going back to, instead of trying to do the gates and try to correct it there, just literally go to the sprint spot, go 50% for like three pedals and just do the form and then finish the sprint hard. And that's, that's all I got. Yeah, like, I think yeah. some people sweep that stuff under the rug and go to the race and just send up a prayer before and hope, <laughs> hope it works out. It's like, it's, it's like you got to figure it out. Like, <laughs> figure it out. Like, yeah, you got it. No, yeah, exactly. You don't want to be like just throwing a bandit on the thing for like a month straight <laughs> and just trying to like find your way around a bad, bad swing. Like, you don't want to do that. No, you want to get it dialed in properly. And it's funny, Trey, in, um, what he was saying a few, I think it was, he was talking about a few years ago when he almost quit, right? Yeah. Yeah, surprised me. I remember, yeah, I remember thinking the same thing. Like in 2014, I started the year off really well. Then I had a bunch of injuries in a row and was struggling. And then for months, like couldn't make a main and just like nothing was working. And I was like, fuck, like maybe I don't have it anymore. Like, <laughs> like, and yeah. then figured it out, got second at the world and then third at the next world cup. And then I, I, I had to figure it out. But it's like those times, it's so hard. Like sometimes you're like, literally like, dude, I can't even. I can't even like do anything. You can't move out of the gate. Like you're like, I'm doing everything wrong. Like I can't do anything right. Like what happened? I know. So I think like take little wins in those uh, situations. Know like if riders are listening to this, know the best guys and women in the world go through this all the time. Like it's mm -hmm. not just you who thinks you suck and you're worthless and you should never <laughs> race again. Like the best rider in the world, like Sam mm -hmm. in his prime would, gone, went through this stuff. Everyone does. Yeah. No, hundred percent. Yeah. Just take it day by day. Keep working at it and know that you're really, you will figure it out and you'll get back and you'll actually be better than you were because you'll go through these phases where like, you'll be good. You'll struggle. You'll work really hard. You'll improve it. You'll figure it out and then you'll be better off actually than you were. Exactly. That's what it's all about. Yeah. They say you got to get worse to get better, right? Cause you, when you make changes, it's not going to just happen right away. You got to make a change. It might not go the way you want it at first, but you'd making that change for the better in the long run. So you got to take, take those small steps. You can't just expect to change, yeah. have this shitty time, and then expect to just jump and do it all right all at once. Small steps, like you said, little wins all the time. And that's when you really learn. Like, you don't really learn when everything's flawless and you're just killing it, not thinking. You learn the most when you're struggling and have to really figure things out. Yeah.
Yeah. Um, five forty-six. Speaking, speaking of a uh, World Cup, how about Connor and Elise wake me up on uh, Tuesday and realizing the World Cup champions after a race in one moto for Connor? How about that? How, how about, about that? that? How about that payday on a Tuesday? <laughs> how about that? Like <laughs> that's like, got to be this. Oh my god. That's got to be the smallest like amount of World Cups ever done to win a World Cup title. I can't remember how much it is for the World Cup title, but it's pretty good payday actually. It's good, like isn't it like ten grand? I think it's ten because I think in two thousand seventeen when I got third overall, I think I got five. Okay. I think I think it's ten seven five. Okay, which is so pretty all, good. All in all, Connor and Elise both had a fucking payday when you add up the bonuses they got from their respectful <laughs> sponsors too. <laughs> just imagine waking up on a Tuesday. Oh, fuck it, let's go shop. <laughs> <laughs> let's say you wake up next day, you make ten G's. What are you going to buy? You're, 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 you're disappointed the day before, like, fuck, gas was $100. And then you wake up <laughs> and you just made 20 grand. <laughs> what do you get? What do you, what's, what do you, what's a little purchase you're making when you get that little payday? I'm taking myself to a coffee date that morning. Having a nice brunch? And just get a nice brunch and coffee. That sounds fantastic. That would be the way to celebrate. Yeah, just something simple. Like, I don't think I would celebrate with champagne in uh, my Chex Mex or whatever is cereal. I don't know what is. I said Chex Mex. I don't know what kind of cereal it was, though. But I wouldn't do that like Connor did. But you know what? To each his own. <laughs> to each his own. Um, he's ready for us to call. Want to give him a call? Fantastic. Yep. I'll yeah. give him a call here. Uh, Catch up with the Condor. We'll see, we're we're going to use the coffee chatter um, phone here. We're gonna. I got his number ready. I'm going to try to uh, call him here. Let's hope it works. Okay. Hope it works. So, uh, let me just screw it. No, we're just going to do this. I can't deal with that. I'm looking forward to when Connor retires and we can have him an uh, in-depth career show. Uh, that's going to be a huge one. Yeah. All right. What's up, Connor, man? Are you there? I am. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. You're live on Coffee Chatter with me and Terry. Um, thanks for coming on the show, uh, 2020 World UCI World Cup champion. <laughs> yeah, what's up, Condor? Oh, not much. I just stopped crying about the Vegas Golden Knights loss. No, Dude. did they really? Honest, honestly, I after uh, oh, wait, after was... they beat the Canucks, I honestly thought they were gonna win. They're such a good team. I know. I like. I couldn't even enjoy talking smack to you boys for knocking <laughs> out Vancouver because we just like completely imploded on our next series. <laughs> that's that's yeah. That's not what you want. No, for, for, no. For an expansion team. Holy crap! Are they good though? Yeah. It's funny though because everybody always just is like, "Oh, the rules were rigged." Blah blah blah. But at the start of the year. Everybody thought they were going to suck. They were the worst odds in the league to make the finals. Everybody was like, oh, they're going to be horrible for years. And then as soon as they're good, all the sports reporters and all the writers are like, oh, it was rigged. It was rigged. So I guess we'll really find out when Seattle comes in next year, right? And when they come in and, and if they're able to replicate, well, then maybe the rules were rigged. But if they're not, then maybe people will finally respect the Knights a little bit. Well, yeah, I don't think it was rigged for sure. But they did change the rules, I guess, to make the draft a bit better for the expansion team which i think is good because in years prior like expansion teams were fucking terrible for like 10 years right and like how are you going to get fans interested when the team is just a dumpster fire you're not you're not yeah you, the team needs to be good because i mean if they're not good they're not going to attract fans in the new city no absolutely no that's it uh, we're looking forward to whenever we're allowed to travel again uh, we want to come up because i'm sure when the knights go up to seattle they're going to play seattle vancouver on a back-to-back and we want to come up there and do that and, and go to the games up there. It's beautiful up there, that part of the world. Well, with this, uh, with this big payday of winning the World Cup title in three races, you can get yourself a box seat and just really go all out. <laughs> all out. 
Well, that's, that's going to be the thing, though. It's like, am I going to get paid for it? You know, like, who knows? I guess I'll have to wait to see if the check shows up in December like usual. Oh, I know. It's, it's, it's so annoying. It takes usually until December to get it in the mail. And then uh, mm-hmm. I there's no rule. Like, Connor, we were talking the other day, but I don't think there's any rule for this that it should be less or anything. So I would assume it'd be the right payday. I read the rule book, and it doesn't say anything about it. They've announced a series champion, and I – and not just me, like top 16 get paid. So I, I think they should pay us, but at the same time, it's like, if they don't pay me, what am I going to do? Fly to Switzerland and sue the UCI? <laughs> just stand on their doorstep, just knocking, just, Hey, <laughs> right. Like the dude, the dude who got 10th place for a thousand boxes and just going to fly over to Switzerland and sue them for a thousand bucks. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, it's, it's unfortunate. They didn't have a series, but at the end of the day, with the amount of races that we had, you did the best. So, it, yeah, it is what hey, it is. Yeah. Hey, look, like, when we left Bathurst, we all thought the worst thing ever was the fact that one race got canceled. What if someone <laughs> would have told us, hey, jokes on you guys? There's literally no more races the rest of the year. <laughs> it's true, though. Hey, yeah. <laughs> but especially the yeah. Bathurst day, that was a pretty big day because obviously it was the one lap and everything. And people, like everyone knew going in that, um, you know, results might be taken off one lap or a quarter or whoever mm-hmm. yeah. um, much racing went off. And so real professionals, you know, I watched, I watched the whole round, like you and Corbin and some others, but you and Corbin are the ones that stood out to me the most. You just went up and handled it and just laid down as fast as lap time as you could. And that's what, that's what you needed to do in that instance. Yeah. Well, we had a meeting before, like Jamie staff with USA cycling, like he told all of us on team USA, he goes, Hey, we had a meeting with the UCI and I have to imagine all the other country team managers are there. He's like, we had a meeting, and they have told us that if the race does get canceled, it will go off however many rounds they got through. So every round you go, don't be, you know, because in the moto, sometimes in the World Cup, you're not going to go all out first moto. Um, but he was like, just start going all out and just, just go for it. And so that's what Corbin and I did. And um, I, like I said, look, it's like we don't want that to happen. Like, I don't, I didn't, like, show up that day, like, I hope we only get one round, uh, but it is what it is. It's just sometimes it's, that's how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. And and like you said, everyone knew that going into that today, especially like that's what you need to do. And so the riders that didn't do that, it's like, well, too bad. <laughs> you yeah. knew, you knew what could have happened. <laughs> right. No, that's, that's exactly it. And, and, and like, I went to Rock Hill last week to the USA pro open, um, race thing that they had and it, i was there early to train for the upcoming world cup i didn't like did i re- if i had to bet money on whether this final round was going to happen or not i don't think i would have bet on it happening but like you have to prepare as if it's going to so yeah. you know that's what i was doing and i i was just as surprised as anyone because i expected like if they were going to cancel those rounds i what i thought they were going to do is make it like a 2021 combined title to like carry the points that we have now and just combine the two hmm. years that way the points don't go away but um they can still announce champion for next year and that's what i expected so i literally like i don't know if you saw that thing on instagram i was like joking around but that's like a little bit serious of how it was like i woke up checked my phone and was like holy shit i just won a title <laughs> yeah yeah that's insane yeah, I, I didn't even think about that option but that could yeah. have been a very please like very yeah plausible option the probably worked I well, except this. That was my thought, uh, and I, I didn't hear anything from anybody. But to me, that was like a logical thing to do. 
Because that's what that's what we did with USA for our Olympic qualifying. Like they just said, hey, you know, if any more races happen in 2021, we're going to add them to the points that you've already accumulated, but we're not going to take anything away. Mm-hmm. Which makes sense because that's yeah, I think that's how the qualifying for the uh, overall <laughs> world ranking stuff works for that too, which is smart. And yeah, you would expect that, but what an awesome like little change. I mean, that makes it makes it easy on you and Elise. Like a couple weekends of racing, boom, there you go. Yeah, no, it's, it's cool. And then, um, I, you know, one thing I am glad, like, I'm glad it's not my first one. Like, I've won the World Cup title before. Like, mm-hmm. I crossed the finish line and had the whole, you know, experience. So I am glad that this wasn't, like, the first one because it would be a really weird way to win your first title. Um, so that part of it, at least, I've had the, the real experience, too. I feel like people, if, if it was your first one, like, people would, could always try to put, like, an asterisk next to it and say that, but... Like, it is what it is. Like, that's it, there's a reason why they have uh, rules in place, and you've already won it before. So there's two reasons that people aren't going to put an asterisk next to a two-time World Cup champion. Yeah. So, well, someone always will, but uh, whatever. What are you yeah. going to do? Someone's always going to be hating. How was, the, uh, how was the race in Rock Hill? Was it – obviously, it was probably fun racing in. Was it a bit weird or feel, you know, rusty or anything like that? Um, I mean, I never, like – really stopped training like i haven't been hardcore you know like i would have been had it been like training for the olympics but racing felt good um the first straight was super fun like i ne- i've literally never done a gate there we've raced in rock hill it feels like 26 times but i've never done a starting gate on the left side the first straight was awesome but god cutting back out of the first turn from the inside was not fun um and you know the it, it was a little bit depressing to be like hitting those tiny little jumps when there's like a big beautiful straight right next to it mm-hmm. um that part was a bit of a bummer the competition level was high i mean like those boys were flying like Susa and all the rest of those guys like they were getting after it and they've been racing all year so the level was high so that was fun um to be honest though like it just it, it, i just worry a little bit for like the future of uh, pro racing in America, you know, I, I really hope that it comes back strong next year because if it's like that always, like going forward, it's it just it's just a bummer just to see how how it's changed over the years, you know. Very devastating because that's one of the oldest, most prestigious titles. Oh, yeah, I mean, you, we were kids. We were like the kids that used to watch those pros and line the fence and stuff. So hopefully, it, I just gotta stay positive and hope it comes back strong in the future. Yeah. I was thinking it would, like, for someone like yourself, like, I mean, like, Jay Smooth, Asusa, those guys are obviously racers on the world tour as well. Um, they've been doing these series for a while, so they've been having good kind of training races going on. Was it, did it feel like it was hard to get hyped up and motivated to, to do the race, even though you were there for a job, which was to get, you know, practice and prep in for the World Cup if it happened? Was it hard to get excited um, for it? Kind of. I mean, it definitely didn't have the same sort of vibe as, like, a world cup would or like a bit a high level race but those races like that are almost harder because it's it's a and i don't want to say this in a disrespectful manner so i want to say this in the most respect that i can but in races where you should win mm-hmm. those are the hardest races and yeah. i know you guys you guys can relate to it because you've both been in the same shoes you know at, at different events where if you have a, your best lap you should win mm-hmm. and if I won those races, no one cared, no big deal, whatever, all good. But like, if I lost one of those races, oh my god, it would have been like 
front page news all over social media for the next four days, and it would have been a really big deal. So it's like when you cross the finish line and those types of things, it's like almost a relief more than anything else. Hundred percent. How, how true the races is that? where you're supposed to win are the most stressful for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's ten times easier to be in lane four in like the most stacked semi you've ever seen because you just say, "All right, I'm just gonna go for it." That's so much. That's so much easier than when you're like in lane one thinking like don't mess up, don't mess up, don't mess up. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. That's so true, though, because there's, you either you do the job, nobody cares, or you know people are shitting on you for yeah. doing, like having maybe making a mistake and not winning. It's like, right. yeah, you, there's no upside to it, really. It's like, no. too, like in your mind, you're like, if, as long as I go out and execute everything that I need to, I'll win, unless I fuck it up. <laughs> <laughs> It is, and it just plays tricks on your mind, you know, and, and to be honest, it's something that I struggled with early in my career, like 2012 and 13, and like, there's a couple of years in there where, like, I would be in lane one in, like, a handful of big races, World, Olympics, World Cup, but I hadn't yet figured out, you know, how to handle that situation, and um, it's hard, like, to, it took a lot of practice and messing it up a few times to learn how to just get it out when it counts. And, and even and win the races that you should win you know it's a totally different mental game yeah 100 percent. that's huge mental game right there and that's what makes winners win right that's what makes you such a champion now is you're able to conquer that now and that's that's a cool thing to be able to say you you can do because that's what everyone strives for right and you see a lot of yeah, people like at world cups they'll, they'll be in a semi or a main for the first time they'll be in like lane one they've been killing it all day then all of a sudden it gets to crunch time they're not able to deliver like they have all day yeah, no, absolutely, and it's something that, like I said, I struggled with that early in my career, and um, it takes it takes it's hard being in lane one or being the favorite is hard. It's not it's not easy. It's it's more pressure. It's it's a hell of a lot easier to be out in lane seven or eight, and um, and so it's just kind of learning how to manage that. But the only way to practice it is by doing it. And it, and you have to get back kind of in that fire and, and run the risk of, of being burnt again to learn how to do it. Totally. Yeah. You got to risk it to get the biscuit. You got to be, you got to make yourself uncomfortable and work through it. Yeah, yeah no, that's it. Um, that's exactly it. So yeah, who knows, man? I just, yeah, weird year. Who the heck knows what happens next? I just <laughs> hope that things get better. You know what? It is a weird year. You're there at Rock Hill. Chad Reed's at Rock Hill. You're at motocross. James Stewart is at motocross. Like, what the hell is? Can we geek out about geek out about this for a second here? Come on. <laughs> yeah, no, it's rad. So in Rock Hill, uh, so it's funny because like Chad's kids have been racing BMX, and he reached out. He just sent me a message on Instagram maybe six months ago, like, "Hey, my kids are racing. Do you have like a contact? I want to get them some some bikes." And so I hooked him up with Pete and it's funny. And it's funny because Chad's become like full factory dad. He's like asking me about gears and cranks <laughs> and set up and, and training. And, and it's just funny because, you know, he, he comes from a, a different background where they, you know, in, in motorsports, they tinker and they change stuff and they test. And in BMX, like I, I literally haven't changed that much on my bike other than maybe a gear because I'm going to a big hill or a small hill in like 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, it, it's so it's just funny, like the different backgrounds. But he's like a full factory dad, but he had his whole RV and his whole rig out there, and God, it, it's sick. just it, it was crazy. Like finish a lap, go sit in the couch in the in the rig, just chill. Like it, it was so nice. I, I I texted Pete. I was like, 
hey, Pete, I don't know if I'm going to be able to go back to the uh, 10 by 10 fold out <laughs> there the next one. It's probably pretty cool for him too, just to like enjoy racing a different sport. Like it's probably, he's probably stoked to get away from motocross for a bit. Yeah. Well, it's just, for him, it's all it, like, it's the kids. And it's funny because they're going crazy, like screaming at the fence line, just like any other parent would for their kids. And, and they're just loving it. And it was funny for me because it's the first time in 15 years that I've watched eight novice. And so I'm watching, I watched his kids race and, and one of them did well and was happy and had got a trophy and was stoked, but the other one didn't make the main and was crying and it was the end of the world because he didn't make the main in 10 novice. And <laughs> it was just funny kind of going back to being a kid again because I haven't watched that stuff in so long. Um, so it was kind of cool to kind of go through that, that whole thing again. That is cool. I wish we had, I wish we were at the level where we could all just have RVs to hang out in at the races, like just be at that level. Uh. That would, that's, yeah. Yeah, you wanted to see even more bummed out. So I went up to Redbud. So I was flying home from Charlotte through Chicago to Vegas. And Redbud's like an hour and a half, two hours from Chicago. Mm-hmm. So I was like, right now with the coronavirus stuff, like there's no change fees for flights or anything. So I just pushed my flight back 24 hours and drove over to Redbud for the day. And like those rigs and like the resources that they have on race day, it's just, it's, just a whole different different game and i challenge any one of those guys who wants to complain come to a bmx race where there's been more pro races one out of a lincoln town car rental car from hertz than literally anything else <laughs> seriously just all jugs of water in the minivan in the parking lot mm-hmm. yeah well it's like we're having peanut butter and honey sandwiches and 18 cliff bars during the day like they've got like a full spread of like all this food they could ever possibly want air conditioned rigs, TVs, lounges, 26 people to do anything they could ever possibly want. You know, it's, it's really cool to see. Cause you know, I love, I love high performance and high, and high level sport. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of cool to see that, that side of it. And that side of it's almost as interesting to me as actually the whole racing is. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just a whole different world over there. And then you, you get top double A's at like a race. They get a flat tire. They got to go over to JNR, buy a tube, and change it at the minivan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've done that. We've all done that. We've all been there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I like that part of the sport more too, like motocross, like that stuff you don't get to see, like how hard or how many people they have working behind the scenes, like the stuff they have in the rigs. Like I love those tours of the rigs where they just, they pull out every piece of equipment or piece of the bike just that they like, they have like triple of every part in the rig. It's insane. You know, you know, what's crazy too. The guys, a lot of times the guys in motocross, like you'll hear them be like, Oh, the guys in, this isn't NASCAR F1 of those high budget sports. And we're just looking at them like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, it's, it's like everybody always looks about, they all, everyone looks up, right? True. Everyone yeah. looks at what they don't have instead of focusing on what they do have. And I'm sure that there's some other sports out there. I don't know. Maybe it's like, I, I can't think of one off the top of my badminton. No, probably not that. But anyway, there's some sport that would look at what we have and be like, oh my gosh, we would kill for that. And yeah. that's just, it's just a, it's a life thing to focus on what you have versus what you don't have. But I got to be honest, it is going to be a bit rough going to the 10 by 10, you know, me and George sitting next to each other about to try to cut <laughs> each other off for a title. You know, it's, 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 and these boys have their own, like Eli and Adam don't even see each other on race day because they have their own crews and their own rigs. Yeah, that's that part to say they literally just have their bikes sitting under the same truck, but they're not in the same vehicle. No, they got, they really have their own RV each. Yeah. Yeah. So, they, yeah. Maybe Pete and Chase splurge for two 10 by 10s. Maybe you guys both get your own tent. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I don't know, man. Times are rough these days, so we might not be able to. <laughs> and uh, okay, I, I can't help but ask about James Stewart because you know I'm just Mr. James Stewart fan over here. Was that cool yeah. getting to chat with him, just being around the legend? Yeah, it was cool. Um, you know, there, it was a bit of a weird race. Like I've been to a bunch before, but this is the first one I went to that you know they don't have any fans at. It, it, and you're not allowed in the pits unless you have like a badge mm-hmm. and. So, you know, it was like this whole process for Christian to be able to get me a badge to even be back there. Um, but we were like sitting there and it was just like this this moment where it was like me, Chase, Christian and Stu and we were watching the 250 moto and I just had to pinch myself like this is actually happening right now. That's um, so cool. But it was cool. But now he was just like a normal dude and we had like a really kind of, I introduced myself, you know, I just like respectful thing to do it, just treat him like a normal guy, right? Like, Hey, how you doing, man? I'm Paul. Nice to meet you. Mm-hmm. And we had like a funny little exchange just talking about how I, I asked him, like, so do you get more nervous watching chase than when you race him? And he was like, Oh, a hundred percent. He's like, Oh, you, I'm like, everyone oh, says like, that. Like watching somebody you're helping, like it's given me an entirely new respect for, for coaches in general, because, you just like send like you do everything and then you send them on their way like good luck and then you just have to <laughs> sit helplessly like and hope that they do do well and it's it's almost like you almost have this helpless feeling because you really can't do it but when you're racing you can control it mm-hmm. and so we had this funny little exchange where he was just telling me about how much more nervous he gets watching chase than when he was going and how he gets fired up and he gets angry more than even when he was going. That's so yeah, you cool. just help you just help them and then feed them to the lions and hope for the best. <laughs> yeah, no, that's it. Well, it's just, it's like it's just devastating. Like when they do poorly or like they come up short, and it's like, oh, it's like I you can't do anything other than like you be there for them. But they're just bummed, you know. And it's like you just feel bummed for them. But then at the same time, when you help someone succeed and meet a goal, it feels totally different and really cool in a different way than like when you achieve a goal. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I can yeah. totally see that. When you when you introduced yourself and you said like hi, my name's Connor, did he say hi, my name's James Stewart? Yeah, he just said James. Oh, okay, all right. I, I don't know if maybe he'd be like just like one of those guys that'd just be like, he, he, this guy already knows who I am. I don't need to say my you, name. You gotta be a pretty arrogant prick to do that. I know, I'm just making sure my, my <laughs> idol here is as much of an idol as I think he is. You know, he is. He's a great guy. James no, Stewart. He, just, he introduced me, he goes, he goes, Yeah, it's just twenty four and right here. He said, well, I missed that, sorry. He's like, he's like, it's 24 he said, yeah, and 0. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let me tell you guys, though, if you ever get the chance, I know, Tori, you've been to a Canadian round. If you ever get the chance to go to, like, an outdoor round, those tracks in person, oh, my God. Like, the TV does it no justice to just how <sighs> just ripped up they are and how huge those jumps are. Like, TV, it's just like BMX. You watch BMX yeah. on TV, it looks big, it looks fast. You go, you go stand on the bottom of the Supercross hill, and it's a whole different ball game. It's the same thing there. It's it, it's ridiculous how beat up those tracks are. I can only imagine Redbud of all places too that you got to go. Like, I it would have been yeah. cooler with the fans, yeah. But like that, that's one of the iconic tracks. That's just fun to watch, even on like the TV. So I can only imagine in person. And I bet that that one triple they do before the finish line is just enormous. Oh, the lead! It's just, it's ridiculous. Yeah. It's just completely ridiculous. And you like you know how we complain if like the takeoff is blind and the lift is six feet tall, we can't see the landing. Yeah, that lift's like forty feet tall. <laughs> and then they have like ruts up the lip that change every lap. It's insane. Yeah, it's like I just grab third and trust. Just grab third, <laughs> pin it wide open, get some traction, lean off the back, and send it. It's like what? It's crazy because yeah. the two fifties wow. can't even really do it. 
I got like three guys I can. It's insane. They go yeah. outside, just fifth gear tapped and like frame it. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's it. But what's the latest in Canada? Did the whole Canadian series get canceled this year? Yeah, pretty much. We got nothing really happening. The BMX Canada stuff, which is like the USA BMX side of things, all got completely canceled. Um, all our Canada Cup series are, are done. Canadian Champs got canceled. So, yeah, we're done for the year. We had a couple uh, local races just with, like, the kids off the Supercross Hill here just to do something. But that's about all we've done. And um, we're going to do that again now because the World Cup's canceled. We're going to do that again in October, I think. or No, November, October. Um, just to do like some kind of race, but yeah, it's all done here. So it's, it's time to move South. <laughs> Are you and so you're allowed to come to America, but like, we're not allowed yeah, there. Is that the rule? So it's complicated. Yeah. So the, the land border, like you can't Canadians and Americans can't drive across either way, unless you're like a, uh, what's the word? Uh, a necessary, not a necessary worker, but, a whatever that word is, you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Um, but we can fly to the U S like normal, but the U S can't fly to Canada. It's really, <laughs> it's really weird. Home? Well, you can fly home cause he's Canadian, but the, I guess if you're American, you, you can't fly. You can't, I thought you could fly here if you're American. No, you can't. So I can fly to Canada, but Americans can't fly to Canada. Shit. But then when I get, when I get like home, one, I have to, like I have to quarantine for week. two weeks. <laughs> yeah. How many flights do they have? Like one a week probably. Yeah. So I, I was looking it up. They have approved airports. So San Francisco is one of the approved airports that arrives in YVR. So I have to fly San Diego, San Francisco to Vancouver. There's not that many arriving from the U.S. Interesting. All right. Yeah. Crazy. It's really weird. Yeah. But then I guess we I was can, thinking like, about going Canadians. over to Europe because I have the uh, I have the British passport. My dad's born in England, and uh-huh. I was looking into going to some of those European rounds um, that are now getting canceled. But uh, oh yeah. I was looking into doing that earlier this year, but like the logistics of like, I would have to go to England, quarantine for two weeks, then go from England to France, quarantine again. And like all, and then also like, I was thinking about the optics of it, like an American with a giant American sleeve on him racing in Europe when you're not allowed to be there as an American. Like I was like, okay, this probably isn't a very good idea. (laughs) Yeah. It's probably not amazing. (laughs) But that's like my thing too is like I want to come down there, come down south somewhere because I don't think I want to go to Europe right now, but I'll, obviously America's easy, but I want to make sure I make it worth it because as soon as I come home, I got to spend another two weeks quarantine as well. So it's like you don't want to just make these quick little trips anywhere and then waste two weeks. Like, well, I feel like I need to make the trip worth it. So make it a couple months or whatever. Yeah, that's the thing. A lot of people don't want to travel because some countries you have to quarantine for two weeks. Like Canada is super strict. You can't leave your house or else you'll go to jail. Yeah. Yeah, if you, if you get caught, it depends. Like, I know people, like, certain states, you're supposed to be doing that with here. And if people get caught, they get in trouble. But there's lots of people that are doing it, and then they just don't get caught. So it just depends on your con- how, like, guilty conscience you can deal with. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. But it's, uh, it's crazy. But, yeah, I guess, James, if you're coming down, the place to be in America these days is Florida. There's racing every weekend down there. That's a, <laughs> that's a, that's a long drive, though. Yeah, like seriously though. <laughs> like, oh Can my you god! Imagine that drive. I've done that drive down to like your house, Connor. I've done it to San Diego. Like that's long enough for me. If I was to drive to like, if I was to drive to Florida, I might as well just uproot my house and buy like a van and just like completely live in it and drive. That'd be insane. It'd be like four days. But yeah, I mean, it's crazy to see this. Like they're racing every weekend between pro ams and Sarasota's doing a little Supercross series for them, and they yeah. have their state races and. 
like that's the place to be if you want to be like if I was a young pro right now I and mean, you're close to Europe too like if I was 17 and I was about to start my career you know I, that's probably what I would be looking to do I think so I think it's a great option now like the amount of riders like I mean Jay Smooth Souza like they've kind of created this like with all those races there, like it's kind of turned into a biggish series in the sense that like a bunch of guys go to do these races there. Like Cam Larson went down there and I mean, yeah, you're right. Like that's races all the time. It's like, they're just normal living over there. Yeah. No, I say I went Florida's cheap, no state tax. Like it's not a bad, not a bad place. Well, maybe I got to switch up the old plan here. I got to figure something out. Maybe, maybe I'm going to Florida. Maybe, maybe I'm going to Florida. Now. Just, fly to, just fly to Florida. Maybe you never know. Have a nice drive. <laughs> yeah. Fuck that. I'm fine. <laughs> Classic. Um, right on. Well, thanks, Connor. Um, we didn't really have much else for you. Really, just wanted to, you know, just chat with you. It's always nice to chat with you. Talk about, you know, your your big World Cup uh, World Cup Series win here with three races. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's 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 big win. You know, big celebration. Um, you know, we got we got a little wild last night. I went to the driving range. Oh, that, did you know? That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I knew you guys would like that. No, I went to the driving range with a couple of my buddies. They had like this deal. It was like uh, ten bucks for like range balls and free and like two or three free free beers. And so I uh, celebrated at the driving range. That's celebrating right. I gotta come to Vegas. We gotta play some golf with your pops too. Yeah, no, we should. I would recommend waiting until it cools off. But no, we we definitely. Oh, should. true, true, um, true, true. I need I need some lessons. I'm uh, I'm really good about one out of every ten shots. Yeah, that's golf. <laughs> I did. I did get a birdie yesterday. Oh, that's big. That's you did a lot of stuff right if you birdied a hole. Yeah, yeah. It would be so they have um, nine holes at the driving range, but they're all like seventy yards. Like they're like mini holes. It's like pitch and putt. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, so fun! Uh, and I got a I got a birdie for the first time ever, and I'm gonna I'm gonna claim it, even though it was on like a seventy yard hole. Still counts. Doesn't matter. Count it, baby. Yeah, it still counts. Yeah. yeah. So we're you know, we're taking life goals here. World Cup title, birdie. You know, just thing. just absolutely peaking right now. Just, Moving up, baby. <laughs> Moving <yeah>. up. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for coming on, Connor. It's good to talk to you, buddy. All right. No worries, boys. I'm gonna go get some dinner. I think Laura's got some tacos cooking up. Oh. Oh, tell Laura I said hi. That sounds fantastic. Yeah, we'll do. All right. All right, buddy. You guys enjoy. Thanks, Connor. See ya. Talk to you later. See ya. Connor Fields, everybody. Always good to talk to the Condor. Yeah, thanks for him coming on. Um, quite the situation he's in with all that going, with all this news of, you know, being a World Cup champion with three races and all that. So, yeah. God, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> How unreal is that? God, that's so yeah. awesome. It's it's funny, though. Like, he's, he's said it a few times in interviews, like, I I don't understand if how people were not paying attention to the rules that it, like if the race gets canceled they're gonna have to take the results off that. I know all you people that are complaining. I know they stop not, complaining. I don't know who's complaining. Or, we're saying that there could be though. No people after the race. I think we're complaining. Stop fucking complaining. Everyone oh. knew going in that it might get canceled. We do. We got a caller on the Coffee Chatter Radio live show here. Uh, it looks like it may be Roger. Uh, Roger, you're live on Coffee Chatter. Are you there? Uh, yeah. Can you hear me? We can. Uh, uh, we can uh, Roger, you. we're gonna cut to it. What's the scoop? You're you're building up. Oh, so uh, with our contest that we're doing, what's right? Where we still? What contest are you talking about? The one that I told you about. Well, which one is this? You say a lot of things, Roger. I'll be honest. 
mean? I would, it, the only thing he's talked about were the pickup signs that I struck out on, and the, uh, those weren't contests. <laughs> you know, you telling us what pickup lines you're going to use are not—it's not a contest. What contest are you talking about, Roger? The designing one. The, remember the designing one? Oh, now okay. There you go. That's all we need to hear. Yeah, you're you're going to—we're talking about a jersey design contest of so, you know getting some coffee chatter jerseys. Yeah. That, you want to do that? I mean, we should oh, do. Oh, that'd yeah. be sick. Uh, like, should I throw in $25 for the winner? You, you would throw in $25 for the winner? Yeah. What, did you, have you bought any Coffee Chatter merch? Uh, can I skip? Oh. Well, I mean, I think it's a great idea that you want to throw in $25, but we'd love for you to buy some Coffee Chatter merch. <laughs> Speaking of which, Roger, we just dropped, uh, James worked really hard on the new merch. We just dropped merch, uh, merch line number two, and it's really good. The stuff's sick. Is it better than Bump Start Coffee? Um, the well, merch? different. I mean, it's, it's we're, a different we're not a coffee company. We're, we're, a we're a podcast. Yeah, exactly. But um, our merch is good. Like we got, we got new shit. We got a shitload of different shit. Yeah, yeah. I saw. I saw. I saw. Are, you, are you in school, Roger? What? Are you in school? No, I'm unemployed. Oh, do you do you uh, do you take a backpack to uh, to training? Maybe. I think I train. Well, maybe a duffel bag. Maybe you go to the track. You put your gear in a duffel bag, maybe a backpack. Well, Coffee Chatter, go to get their merch. We'll get you covered. Do you get cold at night? We got a duvet cover, bro. We got you. (laughs) (laughs) We got a comforter, bro. We got you. You get cold at night? You get one of those bad boys? You're going to snuggle up a little sausage roll. Oh, wait. The link's not in your bio anymore. What's the page? Um... We'll, we'll put, put it back it, in the bio. Yeah, we'll put it we'll back put it in. Back. Don't you worry. We'll put it back in the bio. It's on our YouTube right now, Roger. We got, we got a lot of shit going on here, Roger. <laughs> we got a lot of stuff. Can you guys make a, like, a link tree or whatever so you can just have like your most recent YouTube oh, video? Oh, my God. Is that a good idea? A what? A link tree. What's like, that? You People say, like for instance, Golf Digest does it. Like media outlets do it. You They'll be like link in bio, and then you click the link in their bio, and it goes to all the different photos, and you click on a photo, and it links to all different stuff. That's 100% what we need. How do you, what, why am I just learning about this? I've never, you've never, heard about you've never seen it? No. Really? Oh my God. Yeah, you click on the link, and then it goes, and yeah, every photo on your profile is a different link, and they can go to like the merch link, they can go to the YouTube link, blah, blah, blah. Unbelievable. How have you not known about this? I just, I, I, I don't know. I don't even, just, I don't understand. I never thought about this for us, but I've known about it for a while. Well, clearly we got to make this happen. That was a great idea. You know what? Thank you, Roger. You know, Roger, where's the applause? Where's the applause? You know what? Thank you, Roger. That's for you. That's for you. All right, all right Roger, we, we got to get going here. We got a lot of sh- we got a shitload. Like I said, we got a lot of stuff to get through today. But uh, We're only breaking the surface. Oh, okay, weird. I'll let you know if any of the pickup lines ever work, though. You know what? Keep, keep us updated, bro. Keep us updated. Shoot or shoot. You got to take your shot. You know what we like to hear. You know shoot your shot. Wayne Gretzky said you miss 100% of the shots you don't take, Roger. So you keep shooting, soldier. Yes, sir. Yeah, that's a good one. Thanks, Roger. Too, Appreciate buddy. it, buddy. Bye. Later. Good to hear from Roger. You know, our daily call in from Roger. Thanks for hearing from him. It's always fun to chat. I, I think, reminder, you should keep the phone open, right? Because it doesn't work if it's not open. Because someone else wanted to call in, I think, too. Yeah, I think Brendy was going to call in. Um, I, saw in the, I saw in the live chat some people were wanting to call in. So. Oh, I got to take a look at that. I thought I saw Sverency there. I, I see him there yeah, now. Yeah, some people were wanting to call in. So we just got to make sure the phone's open so people can actually call in. Pete D? Is Pete D in here listening? He says, is this calls a golf chatter. Calls <laughs> golf. Oh, we got another caller on, to, um, on the radio show here. Call number, call number two. Uh, caller number two, you're live on Coffee Chatter Radio. 
G'day, boys. It's Mitchie Shafter. Ah, what's up, Mitchie? <laughs> Mitchie, how's yeah, it going, buddy? Much. Yeah, right. Just chilling, you know. Day off school, so it's pretty crazy. Lockdown. Just, just like, oh, yeah, right. Lockdown, <laughs> mate. <laughs> yeah, mate. How was that? So yeah, lock, Lockdown City in Melbourne, huh? Oh, mate. It's getting easier at the moment. 28 cases today, so it's been all right. So Are those old chicks you've infected? Or? <laughs> oh, no. I'll stay away from them. I'm a pro. Atta boy. What do you think? Atta boy. Mama raised you well. Better than Jake's friends, you know. Ah, oh, Jake's friends are buddy. Where is he at? He was in the he was in the buy or the chat there on YouTube. I saw it. Yeah, he was in the chat, and then he probably had work or something. And he's like double booked tonight. So hey, Mitchy, Mitchy, what about the time Connor showed up at your house? Oh my god! Did that oh, happen, Mitchy? Was that you? Yeah, that was me, bro. That was oh, me. That, yeah, that was after the O show, right? Yeah, that was after the O show. Came up Christmas. <laughs> Oh, fuck, I remember that. I didn't realize it was you, though. That's awesome. I know, yeah, that was really good. It was fantastic. Like, it was a great Christmas ever. Like, hanging out with Connor and Laura for a while, and Jake. Like, yeah. Connor breakfast Laura's- with us and all that. Nah, they're all nice and all that. Yeah, yeah, of course. Connor's a nice guy, and Laura's really nice, too. What a day that must have been. That must have been awesome. Oh, it was fantastic, like... After when they left, like I started bursting out in tears in that happiness. That's oh, sick. dude, that's so cool. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, no, it's really good. Yeah, so I mean, honestly, all the pros, like I know a lot of people love meeting top pros in BMX, and they're all really nice and approachable and just normal people. So if you see the pros oh. of the races, just go up and chat to them. I mean, yeah, they'll never turn you away unless they're climbing the hill for moto or something. But other than yeah. that, like all the top pros are really nice guys. That's- yeah, that's what happened at um, World Cup. I was when I met James for the first time. I was like, "This is fantastic." Never met all these guys and got um, photos with them, and yeah, it was fantastic. I love, yeah, bro. I love a good selfie here and there. You know what? You got to get a selfie. Got to do it. Yeah. And I brought some merch as well, so that's on the way. Bloody oh, right, boy. bloody oath, you did. That's what I'm talking what, about. What kind of merch did you get? Uh, some stickers to put on my car, promote the business, you know. Uh, I've got a Atta travel mug. That's what, I'm, that's what we like to hear, Mitch. You, you know what? Thank you for supporting the show because you know what? That's what, keeps, that's what keeps this whole engine turning right now. And is something else you said too? Um, and a phone case. Oh, phone cases are really good. Actually, the travel yeah. mugs are good too. Yeah, so now I'll be traveling with that. That's right. Oh, bro, thanks, thanks a lot, bro. Thanks a lot for calling in. Thanks so much for supporting the show. We really appreciate it. And Tori. Yo. I'll have to message you later about um, that project I was talking about. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I forgot to message you back. But, yeah, we'll set up a time um, for it. Yes, wait. Yeah, sounds good, buddy. Right on. Thanks, Mitchie. Nah, have a good one, boys. See you later. See you, buddy. Bye. See you out. Bye. Um, Mitchie, everybody. Yep. Mitchie38, Coffee Chat fan. Coffee chatter, uh, loyal, loyal guy. Absolutely loyal. Calls in on the reg. That's what we like to hear. We, the, um, friends of the show. He messaged me. I guess he's doing a school project on me, so we got to do a little uh, show together. That is sick. That is really cool. Um, really cool. Yeah, really cool. He's a cool guy. Um, should we do true and false? You want to get a true and false in? Yeah, let's, do, let's get true and false Let's in. do it. I am not playing that stupid music. Should I play this? Yeah, play music? it. Play it. It's All our right. thing. I got to play the music. Let me play the music. All right, here we go. True and false coming at you. 
Yep, that's enough. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, you want to go first or me? Uh, you go. All right. Oh, Connor, boys, what are your best PD stories? <laughs> I got a good one, but let's, uh, let's... Oh, James has the best one. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you want, we're just going to move on to true and false. It's like, you know, it's fine. Me and Pete have moved on from it. We're fine. <laughs> We've done. <laughs> oh, right on. Right on. All right. You ready? Yeah. All right. First one for me. David Graff is currently running a 42-17 in training. How could you possibly know this? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's false. No, it's true, baby. Is it unless he, I was going to say, unless he posted it. I just, I, I've, I've learned some things. I, I found out it's true. You know what? Give yourself an applause. because yeah, You uh, know what? Let me just, where is the button right now? That's what I'm talking about. True answer. Here's the thing. I thought it might be true because GRAF does like small gears, but at the same time, I was like, how could you possibly know that? Unless GRAF did one of his posts where he posts about it telling people. Maybe I was faking you out before the show when I said I didn't have them ready. Who knows? Anyways. <laughs> that would be just... <laughs> Anyways. That would be low-key, just savage. <laughs> um, Dino told me before that he didn't like coffee when he was younger, but it helped him before the gym, so he started loving it. Um, that's you really? No, he, uh, hmm. Ooh, no, <laughs> he's a, yeah, that's false. He's a, he's a coffee guy through and thin. Yeah. Good one. But that was a tough one. Yeah. That, that one, I could have seen it. Maybe just all of a sudden became like a super fan of coffee. You never know. Yep. Um, next one for me. Uh, Graf had better times to the bottom of the hill with his 42, 17 than he did with his race gear. False. <laughs> that's true too. Seriously? Yeah, I don't understand how. I like you were pre- you were prepared. You texted people before the show. <laughs> oh Maybe. my god, I've been bamboozled. <laughs> I've been absolutely bamboozled. <laughs> absolutely bamboozled. Uh, I don't understand how, but it, <laughs> it's true. Somehow we did. I don't know how because I was like. Okay, maybe you did to the bot to the kink, but to the bottom of the hill, no way. And he's like, "No, I did." And I was like, "You're lying." He's like, "No, it's true." So maybe he's still lying to me. Maybe he's trying to make me look like an idiot on here because I still don't believe it. But it said it's true, so that's what it is. I would think it's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Joey Bradford used to set up his hotel room perfectly organized with goggles and gear everywhere. Uh, yeah, that's. I, I think that's true. Joey seems like that guy that just got everything laid out perfectly. Yeah. 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 He seemed like that kind of guy. It looked like a looked like the Oakley Museum. His uh, his hotel rooms that actually would have been pretty cool. Yeah, it was pretty. cool. It must have looked pretty. <laughs> I love when you <laughs> it see did, a, it. Did look pretty. I love cool. a good setup like that when it's done. Like, after he I, after he did that, I started doing it a couple of years later. It looked cool. <laughs> you know what? It does. And it's it's kind of just nice. You have all your goggles and lenses set up, and you just pick what you, what you want and go. Everything just feels organized. You feel organized. It, yeah. Yeah. I got to say, at like hotels, it feels better if you actually set things up rather than just live out of the suitcase. 100% agree. Yeah. Yeah. 100% agree. Um, next one here from me. Um, Lauren, our good friend, Lazo Bear, she used to drive a pink Volkswagen Caddy, turbo diesel, lowered, big wheels, green AstroTurf laid out throughout the back, custom pink subwoofer and speakers built in. <laughs> I feel like I need to meditate after hearing that. 
I don't even remember what it was. Can you repeat it, please? <laughs> a pink pink Volkswagen, turbo diesel, lowered, big wheels, green False. AstroTurf laid throughout the back. Custom. False. That's true, too. Somehow it's true. And it was probably true, but it just sounded so ridiculous. That- As a, AKA the most embarrassing thing her, uh, Ryan has ever heard of. So you're literally just going all true today. We went from all false last week to all true today. No, you yeah. Know, I, I got to say, I love the homework. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know this. You don't know what my last one is. I made the last one up. So. All right, last one. Okay, go. You just made it. You just told me you made the last one up. Well, it doesn't mean it's not true. All right. PH used to make me switch starting legs for every box sprint. Um, every box sprint? Yeah. No, that's false. No way he'd no. make you switch for everyone. True, actually, he did. Everyone? Yeah. Oh, okay. We didn't, like, after a while, we didn't, but, like, he, at times, he made me do it, yeah. All right, yeah, that's fair. I've heard that, too. I've, I've done, Every I've sprint. swapped it before. Oh, and it just feels disgusting with See, your opposite foot. Once again, it makes you feel like you don't know what you're doing. You're like, how? <laughs> so there's, okay. <laughs> when we get people to, to do warm-up stuff, like when we're into coaching, we do, like, a oppo foot, like, a little warm-up just for fun. You know, get the, get things moving a little differently. And the common theme, even when we do it ourselves, how far away do your feet feel when you start opposite foot or try to ride opposite foot? I feel like an absolute circus out there. I feel like, like I'm, I'm doing fl- splits I'm on the bike. Ri- like, like I'm, a fl- I'm a flight risk on the track. Don't come near me. <laughs> like, do not be around me. Like I can't keep this thing straight. No, this 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 rig is is going east to west coast all over the place. Oh my god, yeah, it's insane. It feels so janky. So oh, it's horrific. Um, all right, last one here. Ryan is a Yelp elite in two cities. This is Ryan, Ryan Carr, Lauren's girlfriend. What the fuck's a Yelp elite? I don't know. It's like a, it's a Air, Air Canada elite. It's true. Yeah, it's true. I didn't know. I don't even know about okay, this either. So first of all, love the homework. <laughs> Second of all, like, you went from completely all false made up yeah. to completely all true, true. Maybe like somewhere in the middle. Yeah. Next one, I'll go in the middle. But this is my first time doing research and doing homework that I wanted you know to come up with a better. I love it. I love it though. I was completely bamboozled. I bamboozled the shit out of you before the show. I was like, oh shit, I got to get my things ready. Needless oh my, seriously, like you double bamboozled. <laughs> um, all right, my last one. Yeah. The Papandal Supercross Hill is actually 8.5 meters tall, not 8 meters tall. Um, yeah, I've heard this and it's true because it's 8.5 meters to the back, but to where the, it levels out, it's actually 8, right? So I think that's true. No, it's false. It's 8.5. It's taller than a normal Supercross Hill. I thought I was only at the, the back because I thought the track was actually higher than where you stand at the back. I thought that's why it was taller. No, the hill's actually longer. I don't really believe that. It's true. But people take the same amount of pedals down it than every other hill. Yeah, but half a meter is like... I know. It's okay, fine. It's, it's, it's not much. So like, I've heard, I heard that the, it was taller. You, 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 can't, you cannot get a crank in 50 centimeters. Okay, that's true. I heard. I knew that it was taller, but I thought it was... To be honest, I honestly thought... It was only ever to the back because I thought there was that little like up to the top and whatever. Anyway, so when it was first built in 2011, we were there for the first time. That's what people are saying. Okay, so yeah, because that's what I re- uh, remember hearing is that it so, was bigger. Uh, so. Yeah, I believe it's taller and I believe it's longer too. I think. Hmm. All right. Well, that makes sense. Why Alfie was out there trying to use different gears, trying to get an extra his extra pedal because he was going like right, right, or left, left to the bottom or something. Yeah. Someone Hugo Alves said, so "This is the best radio show so far." Nope. So funny, give us more. Bloody like writes it, it is. Like it. That's what I'm talking about, Hugo. Yeah, Connor says 100% is true that hill is huge. Yeah. Yeah? It's longer. It's longer, yeah. All right. Well, yeah. there it is. It's faster, I think, too. Well, uh-huh. I, I love... Okay, so you know what? Screw it. This is one of the one-word answers. Uh, 
question segment, whatever you want to call do it. Just, do just, let's just go into it. Let's just go in. You want to just go into it? But okay. okay, so let's just make this the very first one of the, uh, the one word um, reaction questions. Um, where was it here? I put it in here. Best Supercross right. hill. So, that, did you not hear that? You didn't hear that. The radio show oh, is taking a turn for the worst here, guys. Um, just cut out. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, one of the my one-word answers, one-word question. What do we call these? One-word reactions? Uh, one-word answers. Okay. Um, one-word. We, we don't have a name. We'll just say one-word answers. Even though we answer with more than one word because I get a small sentence. Yeah. Um, best Supercross Hill. Toronto. Oh, you like Toronto. I'm a wood guy. Yeah, I was. I, I know, but I, you know what's weird? I like Toronto and Argentina. Uh, and they're like, not, I know. And they're like, what? people arrive and be like, oh, these fucking suck. Dude. I don't know why. I think for some reason, they're both, I mean, obviously they're both concrete. Yeah. But I feel like they're both steep. And for some reason, they both just suit me really well. No like, way. Yeah, hey. Like every, every time I've gone to Toronto and every time I've gone to Rock and Argentina, the hill just really suited me. And I felt super fast and I liked it. I don't know. I, I don't. I what? <laughs> okay. No one will say the same answer as I, me. And hope oh, you cut now, but that's okay. Yeah, I don't get it because, like, okay, these supergrass hills, like the, the the concrete ones, they're all like they're not perfectly angled. Like they got some waves or they're bumpy. They are faster, but they're always like a yeah. little bit wavy or a little bit bumpy down the hill. So I can't stand it. So you go to like Papendal when they got that nice wood, yeah. plywood, whatever that wood is, and it's nice and smooth. Like that's what I'm thinking about, you know, before I sleep at night. That's the porn that I'm thinking about, not not this freaking wavy concrete stuff. No, I agree for sure. Like Papendal and those are way smoother. But just personally, I was always really fast on Toronto and Argentina's. I think because they're steeper and faster and I just really liked it. it suited my style. Fair. All right. Fair enough. Everyone, no, literally, no one will say that. Literally, like if you are somebody that also likes those hills, then um, go start your own clan with Tori because there's going to be a very small group of you. I don't know. I kind of like when stuff isn't perfect too, and you, I don't know. Says, I mean, we've talked. We're those people that are probably act like we need our tracks to be perfect, but yet you say that. But you know what? We don't need the tracks to be perfect. But that's whatever. I hear what you're um, saying. I hear what you're saying. Uh, one word. One word answers. Word yeah. cups. Pure rush of excitement throughout a day. You're just constantly battling, constantly. Just there's always something. Oh, we got somebody All calling right. in. Well, we're doing one words. Can you can you wait? We someone's calling in. All right, caller three. Come All right. All right, caller number three. You're live on Coffee Chatter with us. Who we got on the line? Hey, this is Dusty. Oh, what's up, Dusty? Hey, what's going on? How you doing? Not How's bad. It going? So, is Pete still in the chat? If he is, I, w- I want to know the story. <laughs> I want to know the story that you were going to tell and then you didn't. You want to know the story? I'll tell the story. You know what? Tell you know, story. Fuck it. I'll tell, tell the story. All right. So, uh, uh, it's, yeah, okay. so basically the story was, um, <laughs> I don't know where to start with the story. I basically, I put up a post because uh, I did like a bike check. We thing. Should give, give him the background. Uh, what's the background? Tell no, the background. No, 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 tell the background. What's the background? Yeah, what's the background, T? Oh, nothing. Continue. All right. Continue. Anyway, so I put up this bike check um, for like 15 or whatever. And I literally just built up new bike, new wheels, whatever. And I threw my, some tires on there. And then we were getting ready for the World Cups coming up. Was it the World Cups coming up or World Champs or something? And I'd ask Pete for um, some fresh tires because when we're on the World Cups with the Canadian team, we use those tires. So yeah. I'd asked him and he's, then he like saw the bike check and saw that I didn't have 
any of those tires on. You made like a sassy comment. He's like, um, looks like you don't need these anymore because uh, you already got you posted or something with the uh, with the bike check. And I was like, what? And I, I realized it and I was like, well, I didn't have any of the tires to put on because I literally had like a brand new bike set up. So I just used what I had. And uh, it probably didn't believe me, but it is what it was. And that's kind of how it left it. I was like, well, shoot, I don't really know how to respond to this anymore. <laughs> that, that, that's kind of an awkward story, yeah, I guess. It was kind of awkward because, I mean. I, I, was, I, was, I was expecting something a little more, I don't know. I wish I could give you more like disrespectfulness that happened, but there really wasn't much. It was just kind of some funny, sassy awkwardness that was kind of left up in the air and didn't. I'm one of those people I, I didn't really know. You, ever since, ever since the Pete, the Pete uh, podcast, I want to know who the one pro is that asked for the ridiculous yeah. amount. Of whatever a lot of people, a lot of people have asked me that too. If I know who it was, what was the story again? That someone, what, what happened exactly? Well. From what I remember, if, if you remember too, but I guess somebody had asked for like a ridiculous deal and it was like, what are you doing, bro? And something like that. <laughs> I, I, I've heard, I, I've heard you like. You basically told him, think about your life right now. Maybe you need to. <laughs> First of all, that podcast was fantastic. And somebody in one of our radio great. shows a little while back, in one of the radio shows, somebody was commenting that they had, think- they thought they knew who it was. I know it was brought up more than just that one time. I know a couple other people have asked about it. I, I figure maybe if Pete hears it multiple times, maybe he'll actually uh, dish the dirt. But Hey, well, Pete's in the chat. chat. Maybe he I, calls I in to tell us. There. Yeah, maybe he calls. We'd love for him to call in and dish that out for us. Yeah, yeah. Pete, if you if you call in, please please let us know. Like, we'd would, love for you to call in in the next in the next within the next five minutes and tell us that'd be i'd be hilarious people have been wanting to know we've had like this i know is, we've a, had bunch a few people, people have asked. asked me yeah yeah a lot of people have asked me so. and tell us and ask and tell us what the deal was yeah what did like we want to know what was asked for details details that's what we person, want numbers everything the, everything the works yeah yeah Watch him just be watch him just be like yeah connor and joris that wanted 200 grand each <laughs> <laughs> You're That's why I can't say anything because it was Connor and Joe. <laughs> <laughs> you say, "Yeah, hold on, wait, I actually do pay these guys." Wait a second, I already got them on the payroll. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, thanks so, for hey, listen, buddy. this is kind of like this is this is kind of like smaller scale than you guys usually cover. But have you guys followed any of like the Vic Beam stuff? I haven't. Uh, I haven't you either. Haven't? No. What, what's like, there was multiple what's the stuff? times where he where he called out. Like any racer, anytime, anywhere, any anything, and like the few people that actually called him on it were kind of like amateurs. I think maybe like a single A pro or whatever. And then he just sits there and just trash talks these people like, ah, you're garbage, blah blah blah. Never actually comes through with, um, okay, yeah, we'll do this. Bodie told them, yeah, let's do it. And I didn't hear anything after that. <laughs> oh, they're gonna do a race? What does he yeah, actually like, call him out to? What does he call him out to do? Like, yeah. Basically, he says he'll beat any racer, any time, on any track, on any bike. Like it's just basically he gets all fucking blazed up and boozed up and goes on rants. Well, you know what? All the best things do happen when you start blazing up and you know you're just well, yeah. drinking and yeah, the good stuff well, yeah, happens. Sure. We would oh, love, yeah. we would what? love to see this kind of battle go down, a little showdown. It was, it, oh yeah, like 
Bodie called him out and was like, I'll do it. You pick, you, you know, you even pick the whiskey. I'll drink whatever you want. All right. <laughs> Here's what we're going to do. Okay. Screw the filler of race of the 16 inch bikes at Grands. We're going to get uh, Vic Ben. We're going to get Bodie out there. They're going to have races one lap at a time, a shot before and after every lap of whiskey. That's uh, this is going to be the halftime show. That's not a bad idea. That sounds fantastic. That's not a bad idea. <laughs> oh, that'd be epic. Uh, you know what? Maybe your buddy uh, Eddie should race Vic. I, I think he would like racing Vic. Vic yeah. seems like the he, kind of guy that would he, he just put in the, he just put in the chat. It was Tori. <laughs> <laughs> that's why. That's why Tori retired. He didn't get the deal he wanted coming back. Yeah, Pete didn't oh. give me the six figures I was asking for. So. Yeah, you might as well shut it down after that. The one, the six figures I'm worth, Pete. <laughs> Every penny. Every fucking penny. You know, coffee chatter worldwide, baby. Worldwide. We're a corporation. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Dustin, was it Dustin? Dusty? Yeah. Yeah, Dusty, Dustin, whatever. Thanks for calling in. Have you enjoyed the show? Oh, I love it. Awesome. Love it. Well, maybe in the future we can have, like, do what those other podcasts do and have free merch ready to, to give out to you, but we don't. Oh, we'd love that. But you know what? Thanks for listening and supporting still. We really appreciate it. All right. Thanks, guys. Talk to you later. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, Dustin. man. Later. Hey, bye. All right. Thank you, Dusty. Uh, Where, where's the uh, round of applause? Oh, i got to switch back. There it is. That's what I'm talking about right there. Fantastic. All right. Are we going back to the uh, back to our, our uh, segment? Savvy just texted me, I'm hungry. Can you hurry up? <laughs> Savvy, we, we we we've like skimped. It's time for the games. We have not talked about everything, but whatever. We're going she back. Said, I said almost done. She said, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, right, it's, right. it's been a while, but it is what it is. Next one word. All right. We did World Cups. Uh, Connor Fields. Bro, you're just like, we've been like brothers since we were kids. That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, I, think, I think champion. I just see him as a role model and a champion in the sport. Uh, at least post. A little, like a dog, like a horse, like just a pit bull, just absolute animal. <laughs> True. Yeah. Yeah. At least post. I thought we weren't doing that. I thought you didn't oh, like doing that anymore. I thought, well, I was, I, you didn't say anything, so I thought you were going to respond, but then you didn't, so I thought I had to throw the name out there again. <laughs> uh, it's just an awkward moment. We'll just move on. Um, third place. Good. Decent. I mean, you're on the podium. Any day you're on the podium is good, and you're getting paid. Yeah, fair enough. I, I think podium. reason to pop podium. champagne. Podium's a podium. Po- podium is a podium. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Big step up. Um, Rio step up out of the turn. That the stupid one before they changed it for the Olympic Games. I actually like that one was a death sentence, but I actually really like big step ups, like big technical step ups. I think are good. Like popping all step up, love it. Yeah, yeah, love I agree. It. that was a good step up. Yeah. Yep. Pete also said in the in the chat, he said phone lines are junk. Pete, you got to You got to do FaceTime audio. Sorry. FaceTime audio, Pete. Yeah, yeah. FaceTime audio. Um, forks. And to be a max get yours today. Get yours today, baby. You haven't seen mine back there, right under there, just by my coffee machine. Uh, Jared Garcia. Um, Justin Bogle. That's who. That I. You say just. I, that's who I think of. I, I had to think yeah. of the name, but I had the person in my mind. Whenever I think Garcia, because of his voice, he sounds like Justin Bogle. Yeah. Yeah. Pasta. Oh, I love a spaghetti bolognese. Ooh, yeah. I just think so of ra- race day good. fuel. Yeah. Red Bull vodka. After party, go to. You need to rage. We got a oh. short amount of time to get hyped. You need it. You need one of those. 
just phenomenal hangover. Yes, <laughs> like, absolutely phenomenal. Like oh. it's, 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 it's like someone's just beating a drum inside your head. <laughs> we got another live caller here, T. All right, you are live on Coffee Chatter Radio. Who are we talking to? Is this Pete? After party, go to yeah, it's about damn time somebody answered the phone. You Sorry. What's up, Peter? You're doing one-word one answers, one-word questions with 15, 15 word answers. I don't, know, I don't know if can Canadian Canadian math is different than American math, but we actually like times it by like four and then like add a few more. It's, it's really weird. It's complicated. He just I don't comes know on and sasses us right away. <laughs> is that like the, the, the exchange rate or the, um, the the difference of liters to a gallon? If it was a, the exchange rate, we'd like we'd get half a word in. We don't get as much. Okay. <laughs> so. Pete, who is who is the writer? Which we need one, to know. dude? I it's so funny because I remember the conversation that we had during the thing, but it's like I really there was at least there was at least one person that did that, if not like three people. Oh, and seriously? I, think I told you two of them are two of them are girls. Okay. One of them one of them was David Graff. I don't mind telling you because I don't. Me and David Graff aren't. We don't have any problems. But David Graff was like, "No, I need this much money," and it's like, for what, dude? 15th place like i don't understand what I, everybody needs to have confidence and i'm not making fun of david Gra well i am making fun of him but i i respect that he he tries but you know um, he's, he's a champ I, I could consider him one of the top now you get paid you get paid for results like the guy that was ranked 420th on the uh golf tour didn't get the money that he wanted he got the money that they felt he deserved so that's how that's how it works i when when some of these racers get into a real job at one day mm -hmm. um, and go, hey, I'd like to get paid two hundred and fifty dollars an hour, and they're like, bro, this is McDonald's. You're gonna get ten dollars an hour. <laughs> so, like you're not gonna work, get that much. much. You can you can. It's like going to buy a brand new car and be like, hey, I want that Ferrari for forty thousand dollars. It's like, uh, no, it doesn't work like that. So, but you know, want want and get and d demand is a few different things. Anyway. Classic. Just try to maybe maybe it's just trying to shoot high and you you just going a little bit lower instead of just you just being like this is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> speak, speaking of fucking ridiculous, Mister, let's talk about this tire situation. Oh, let's hear it. What I mean, yeah. what 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 more is what more is there to okay. say? I'm just gonna get some popcorn. Be right back. Yeah, that's fine. Too. <laughs> that's fine. Yeah, this is this it's is what like people want to hear. Most, the, the, the most the most viewed post that you're gonna have of your brand new bike. That you have such a beautiful bike, by the way. Um, Thank you. You know what? You know, I appreciate always, that, Pete. Pretty. I like people who actually put effort into making nice bikes. But when you put that up there, that's the biggest point of interaction with people where they can actually see it and say, oh, and you list everything that you ride. So while you say you didn't have a new set of tires, mm -hmm. you could have put in parentheses. And, and, and I know how the game's played and you play it well, but. When you ride for answer and answer makes tires, yeah, you need to put answer tires and not Tioga. But don't then give me a hard time when I give you shit because you said, well, but now I need tires. If they're good enough for if they're good enough for one of your most viewed poses, they're good enough to go race on. Fair enough. That's how it works. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I mean, understand you wouldn't that. say you wouldn't say I I you wouldn't post a picture of a frame you don't ride, right? No, exactly. Like I said, like what I, mean, I, I, I everything think, I told I you is true. I know. No, we, I know. I'm just. A, I'm yeah. just explaining it from my behalf, and that's and I actually, yeah. and the way you the way you uh, enunciated <laughs> it was perfectly fine, and I have no problem with it. It's I it, it's at the end of the day, it's just like asking for money that you don't deserve. 
So not you, but you know, other people. So no, and hundred percent. And that's why I think I responded to you. And I, that's why I kind of just left it up in the air. I was like, well, that was on me. And that was, I that know, was that's it. Not even a, that's not a good story. If that's the worst, if that's the worst or best story you have, I, we should, you should come to more races and we should hang out more because we can create better. I, th- I would be I would be very happy with that because I know when the guy <laughs> called in I was like I'd love to tell you this awesome story but it was kind of just one of these awkward stories that doesn't have an ending because I'm not I wasn't I wasn't gonna talk smack <laughs> I, 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 I had no ground to talk smack up. on I was just like it, I, just, I, it, just, it just gives me a lot of satisfaction knowing you both of you really well <laughs> just, <laughs> from afar just chuckling at the whole situation you just, you just built all the hype up for nothing it was like oh well yeah so. yeah maybe I think it's just funnier in my head I just I just chuckle at it yeah, I mean, cause, hey. yeah, between friends, it's hilarious. When I tell a story, too, when I'm telling it to Tori, I'm telling it like, oh, shit, like I just did this. Yeah, this it's one of those stories. It's not funny when you tell, but like if you know both parties, it's hilarious. You know exactly the situation of both sides. Yeah, yeah there you go. Yeah. And, it, yeah. and it's funny, too, because I don't think I at that point had ever given you any real shit before. So you were like, oh. Uh, like if you would have said, you, said, you probably would have been like, "Hey, can I get some tires?" Like, yeah, no problem. <laughs> I think I actually I kind of got a, not a similar story, but when I was uh, I first started racing World Cups, I was second year junior in two thousand nine, and I think I had I had started using THC shin pads, and I asked like Danny C, I think if he knew a contact, I could message for some shin pads, and he gave me PD, PD's email, so I emailed PD and asked like whatever if it'd be okay if. Like you help me out with some shin pads or something. I can't remember exactly what I said, but basically something like that. And Pete's like, yeah, no worries. I'll bring him to Frejus. And then, so we were at the race and I didn't, I think I thought Pete was someone else because I hadn't actually met him in person. And so I talked to Pete at the track the first day, like actual Pete. And I didn't realize the Pete's were the same Pete. (laughs) (laughs) It ain't clue in the whole time. And I didn't even say anything about the email. (laughs) And and then I realized after that it was Pete and I got him, but I felt like such an idiot. Yeah, one of my favorite things to do is like, hey, and we won't use that because you, you, you're you a young kid, but let's say like a well-established pro says, hey, by the way, I know there's a race tomorrow that maybe you're flying out to, like I'm already in France. Can you bring me this? It's like, seriously? Like, how do, I don't understand how, and then that's the same guy that thinks he deserves, not, that's the same guy that thinks he deserves more money because he's kind of like late. But when people say, Hey, can you bring me some products to the race? Because I know you want to bring an extra giant bag because that's <laughs> what you love to live for when you travel is bring a carry tires around the world. And then somebody says, Oh yeah, I forgot to actually get them from you. It's like, <laughs> Hey, I'm going to be there this time. Come pick them up or I'm going to put them in the trash can. Like that's pretty much my philosophy, but I've been through the airport many a times where I'm like, I'm doing a care, I'm doing a carry on, and five minutes before I leave, somebody's like, Hey, can you bring me a, a thing, a gear? It's like, Okay, let me put it in my carry on, and I get stuck in TSA. It's like, yeah, well, Pete, Pete looks super stoked in Australia when we were waiting for the bus at the airport, and he was carrying a chase frame. <laughs> yeah. Oh, can you bring me a frame to the race? It's like, uh, you didn't know you needed a frame five months ago. This is the first race of the year, but okay, yeah, no problem. Who asked you for, like, you don't have to say it, but who asked you for a frame like that close well, to a race? Like, get that shit dialed before. Uh, uh, yeah, I know. Yeah, well, yeah. It's, it's, maybe yeah. maybe something happened. You never know. I'm just saying, but yeah. I, yeah, I know. I, it was, I, if I knew, remember exactly who it was for. I, I remember who it was for, but I don't, I don't know if it say. was for, I think it was for Natalia. I can't yeah, remember. It was for yeah. Natalia, I think so you said. So she yeah. was hurt, and to send stuff to Russia is like, 
uh, as long as they're not bugging bugging the coffee chatter. I don't well, we got to be really careful with what we say next on this coffee chatter. Show. <laughs> yeah, but I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want a, a Russian missile landing in my living room. I really like but, Russia. You guys are a great country. But when, you send, but when you send something to Russia, you might as well just throw it in the trash can because it never gets there. And then somebody still pays duties and tariffs, and then they still don't get it. So it's like. Even the Russians are like, hey, we're going to go to Slovenia next week. Can you send us our stuff? Like, well, what are you doing in Slovenia? Just waiting for packages because we can't get them in Russia. Yeah, and then, <laughs> I mean, you know, they, they, I mean, it's hard to get, it's hard to get packages in there. Then they, you know, they swap the pee out and drug tests. It's just the whole thing. They got a separate room where they get one frame. They inject some stuff into that frame, put it into the it's other just, one. And it's just one of those things. One of those yeah. things. I think, uh. She wasn't going to actually ride the, you know, we'll just stop there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was, it was like, it was easy for me just to bring it, which I didn't like, can you ship it? Cause then it's like, Hey, can you give me and no. Okay. So, Hey, we sponsor you. Here's a $1,300 frame for free. Oh, can you send it somewhere for another $500? It's like, you know, yeah. it gets a little yeah. bit and you know, when Connor's winning all those races and Joris is clashing all those bonus checks, we got to save some money somewhere. So, True. so, True. so uh, yeah. shipping, shipping mule, Delusky Services brings it on. <laughs> 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 we got the U, the Pete UPS uh, store but, going off, and uh, it's like even up like, here in Canada, when we get sh stuff shipped here, like we know it goes oh, to customs and it takes money. Like I have a PO box that I get stuff sent to because, like, I know much how much it sucks to get ship stuff shipped across the border here. That I'd rather just drive across the border, spend like an extra an hour hey, of my hey, day, and get hey, it. Hey, yeah. I, w I wouldn't. I wouldn't announce that because that's trafficking. That's illegal. No, no, it's fine. You have a certain amount, and you're, you you got to declare. It. I declare it every time. All right, we'll see. I declare it. I let them know. A, cer a certain bike company used to be sponsored by it. Might might rhymes with a shred shred line. Um, <laughs> they used to send how, used to send parts to me and just put value twenty dollars, and it'd be like two carbon frames, fucking heat, everything. That's, yeah, well, it'd be like twenty dollars. That, that was that was pretty close to being accurate for the red line frame. So don't worry. <laughs> The, the Schmed line. <laughs> I know. I know everybody that rode them rode them very well, but you know that's that's it. anyway. You know, I'm sorry. yeah, that was too easy. That's yeah. fair. It <laughs> just, yeah. What else, what other scoop do you guys want? Uh, what I okay. honest? What else you got? Like what? Let's. What can we? I ask mean, you? I don't know. Like I don't know. You guys are all the way in Canada. Canada's on. Like oh no, wait. How did you sneak out of Canada, Tori? We're allowed to fly to the U.S., but Americans can't fly here. But Perfect. no one can drive across the border. Long story short. Yeah. You could have a tourist visa. No, I don't need a visa. I just, you know, we don't need a visa. I mean, uh, you don't. I thought it. Ha okay, I thought you needed some. All right. Well, what do I know? No, I just know. it's weird. We can like right now with the pandemic, Canada can fly here, but the U.S. can't fly to Canada. But I can. I came down. No worries. Okay. But the problem was, I needed to find a travel insurance that covered COVID because our usual government travel insurance that we can get doesn't cover covid while the travel advisory is going on so i had to get a private one uh in canada and one just started doing it in august yeah. and that and that's my 2020 life story that's, thank you that's 2020 it. in a nutshell <laughs> that's 2020 in a nutshell play a lot of golf finally came down to the u.s finally saw savvy all good <laughs> pete do you have any scoop on uh what the like i, I you're may, maybe not involved in this side of things but what's gonna happen with the world cup next year do you know any any stops that oh, are gonna be yeah you do yeah can you share it no, <sighs> I figured that could have happened if I asked. Anyways, thought I'd try. Thought I'd th take a shot. No, you know, actually, actually, in all honesty, they don't. They they don't they don't know James. They don't know yet. I think there's I to be honest, I think there's like five new venues that put in bids to have races, and I know I'm not sure. Love it. If any, I'm not sure if anyone has decided. 
hey, th- now we have so there's. I don't know if uh, who cares. Oh, how could how could I get how how could we get in trouble because nobody ever 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 contacts you from UCI. I probably got in trouble just for saying that. There's probably three stops next year with six races before the Olympics. Mm-hmm. Is from what I've heard. From what I've heard from a reliable source, is there's a race at the end of March, end of April, end of May, and they don't it know rhymes whether with, it rhymes with a Schmevin McSchmush. No, <laughs> no, I didn't hear it from him. For sure, because he, he he must he I must go straight to his junk email because for some reason I can't get a reply at all. So Kevin, I know you're probably tuned in to your Canadian cousins listening. Maybe you could drop drop me an email one of these days. But there was there's a bunch of new venues, so I think um, they're not sure if the hey let's go to three un ever raced upon venues right before the Olympics, so we may or may not have a good track or a wavy starting ramp or. Uh, you know, whatever, whatever versus mm-hmm. love a waving starting rep. Let's, let's go to, I mean, does everyone, let's go to England. Let's go to pop. Well, we won't go to pop and doll, but let's, you know, like, where are you going to go? Mm-hmm. Let's go to rock Hill and let's go somewhere else. It's like, so, so I think they are putting on three new things, even though I know Australia did a three year deal, but I think Bathurst will never happen again. I think, oh, I think that weird. I think, I, yeah. Yeah. I think I think that I'm not sh- I'm not 100 percent sure on that, but it didn't sound like Australia was one of the planned destinations for that year, but the year after. So I don't know. But. Interesting. But I yeah. heard like Germany, Russia. Yeah. I heard like some weird places, like not weird, but like different, different places. Yeah. So, but it's like, hey, yeah. I mean, I guess if some people are only going to do three races next year, or or yeah. you know, the last ditch efforts or whatever the deal is. So. It but, makes it makes sense, yeah, because they got well, on the Olympic qualifying. That's technically two weekends of World Cups that are going to count for Olympic qualifying. So it makes sense that they did two normal ones at least just to, for those yeah. for that reason. So, I would I would think yeah yeah so but, interesting. But at the same the same point, like I don't know what the feeling is in Canada. Like we, dude, I don't watch the news, and then every now and then I watch it, and people are like oh, I'm still on lockdown. It's like that's a real like I don't like I don't know. Some places in LA are open. Some places aren't. Some places just reopen. Some places like mm-hmm. you can. You know, I don't. So I don't know. Some places like there's some countries that are just you know just letting people out. I don't. I, so anyway, nobody knows what's going on. Nobody knows anything about anything. Like doesn't matter what they want to say. Like I don't know when they're going to wait until to post something. But I think it was being the Rock Hill thing got decided. I think like on Friday or Monday, mm-hmm. and yeah. that was kind of like same thing. It's like who knows who can fly anywhere in November. Like the grands realistically may not happen. I know that everybody in their power wants to make it happen, but realistically, like, I don't think there's going to be another, I mean, I don't know. I'm not a doctor and I'm not a fortune teller, but I mean, there's people that I've heard from people that have been at races at the USA BMX races. Like you go there and it's like nothing ever happened. Like there's not one person wearing a mask and there's not one person talking about anything. And it's not, and it's like, but when was the last time you went to Tulsa and didn't get, didn't get sick anyway? Let alone right? let's go let's go yeah. to Tulsa and sit in an incubator for five days with, you know, whether or not a made up or realistic or and no disrespect to anybody, but uh, you know a fa- uh, a disease that nobody knows if it's a real thing or not. I mean, I know it's real, <laughs> but who knows? I mean, you know what I mean. So it's like I don't want to go. I don't want to go there. Mm-hmm. But I never I never want to go. So if that's just an excuse. <laughs> I mean, I love. Well, you know, it's I just, love, I love it's the just, race, but I don't love six days in that convention center. So no, I, can, I agree with it's that. A, it's a very, it's just an unprecedented, very fluid, ever-changing situation. We need to keep an eye on. <laughs> okay. Huge, <laughs> very, very fluid. Yeah. Really fluid. Yeah. yeah. 
But no, I get that. It's weird. That'd be interesting. Yeah, because up here, it's uh, kind of like, I, I've been saying it, that my my theory has always been like, we're going to start doing these national events before we do these world events. But it seems like we're not even going to get that before we're supposed to start racing World Cups, ne- Cups next year. So, yeah. I don't, even, like, I don't know, I know what to think. I know, like, they did that race in Italy, and I thought Italy was the worst place anywhere in the world. Sa- right? right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, I and think then, it was, yeah. And I don't know if France is just more strict, because I've talked to a few of my friends that live in France, and they were like, it was closed. Like, it wasn't like, oh, a few things are open, you're essential. They were just like, nope, everybody stay home. Like, <laughs> France was closed. Like, in America, it was like, oh, you do something somewhat close to being somewhat some kind of essential. Okay, you can be open. And it didn't make any sense the way they did it. Like, as a bike company, we were allowed to stay open. Yeah. Not that we were going to listen to somebody anyway because, you know, we, we need to stay in business. But um, France was just shut for like two months. Mm-hmm. And then so Joris flew over there to do that, to do that race. And Connor was going to go at one point too a couple months ago. He wanted to go and do some races over there. And then when it was like with the travel van, he couldn't go, but Joris could fly back because he was French. He was there for what, five days? And they're like, oh, the race is canceled. Sorry. Yeah. So, but I think he has to do, he's doing the national championship if they have it for the yeah. elite riders. Yeah. So yeah. that's a whole nother, a whole nother issue. But, yeah. or he's racing mountain bikes now. I'm not quite sure because, you know, who knows? <laughs> I saw that. He got seventh at a race in California. That's pretty sick. Yeah. He's, he's on the circuit, dude. <laughs> <laughs> He's a new, he's a new Nicholas Vigo. I know neither of you guys know who that is, but no, I don't. I know I know Luke Bruni and uh, Finn. That Isles would be like I still I always forget who the most famous. Oh, Bob Raleigh. Who was the most famous Canadian BMXer ever, other than Tori and uh, you? Uh, famous Sam, B- BMXer. Sam Cools. Sam Cools, yeah. No. Scott yeah, Orwood. I guess so. Yeah, I guess so. But what? So you're telling me that the guy I just said wasn't that good? Bob Rowley, yeah, I think he was the Bob best Rally. double A yeah, like back in the day. He yeah. was actually he was the only double A that ever uh, that that consistently went to USA BMX races, and actually nobody knew he was from Canada because it was like I don't even think they announced his name when he raced because he was they were just like oh, and there's a guy in a t-shirt like back when it was like everybody was factory something yeah it was like Bob Rowley would show up with like a UGP t- three quarter sleeve shirt and like I don't know maybe yeah. no maybe. Maybe he wrote for Rad and Accessories. I don't know who he wrote for. But. Who knows? So, any yeah. other scoop? What are you? What do you guys need? Um, shit, what else? What else we need? T. What else we need? Tori needs to go satisfy satisfy his girlfriend. Yeah, we did. With, he, I mean, with like dinner. with dinner because he can't satisfy her any other way. Yeah, they're not married. Both true, yeah. Shots fired. Shots, shots fired. They're not married. Yeah, you know, both, both both true people. We gotta both we gotta true. have a coffee chatter after dark. One of these times, it, we'll, looks, we'll like Tor- it looks like Tori's in that after. Dude, after, after it, after it dark. is dark. You don't it's have a light in that room. He's got his. He's got his Instagram influencer light on. <laughs> <laughs> his ring light. <laughs> <laughs> My studio light. Oh, it's hilarious. Um, no, I don't. I don't really. I, I can't think of anything right now, Pete. But yeah. I mean, okay, I, so I could always think of something over, else eventually. Yeah, you figure something out. We can have. We can. We can. We can chat. Chat about it next time because Nacho and Gracie. Are uh, looking for dinner. All right. Um, and I'll be waiting. I'll give you. I'll. 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 I'll text you my address so you can send me my, um, my free merch for being on the show and making yeah, it. We'll I need a blanket. Need... I need a blanket for sure. For sure. And then one of those one of those travel mugs. So hey, yeah. Be, what if we great. get you? Uh, what if we get you a face mask? I don't. I don't need it. I'm good. Dang it! You got to wear them everywhere in California. I know, but I. I have one. I have a Louis Vuitton yeah. one. Oh, that's fine. Okay. So so posh. I don't know. Red bubble merch could could compete with that, you know, Louis Vuitton. No. 
we've got some we've got some chase ones coming and if you need to if any of the fans here on coffee chatter would like to no. inquire about getting right, thanks for coming don't, on don't make us hang up hang up just hang up we don't do shout outs we don't do shout outs we don't do shout outs hang up yeah, yeah we don't do shout outs Pete. i mean we don't no. we don't we don't do shout outs some 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 guy tried to do it before cam we don't we don't do shout outs no free ads no free no ads, ads Pete. no free all ads. right it's been a long show we got i want i want to get to two more things before we before we call the show we're the the one word we're done we're done with the one words I want a quick discussion topic and, and then a rant and then we're done. Okay? All right, what's the discussion topic? So we had one, a friend of the show uh, message in um, and basically his question was, as a coach, uh, what are some important things to look at as far as their, as far as their mental game? Go fast, stop being a pussy. Um, pretty much as simple as that, right? <laughs> it's um, like... That is such a broad question. I would say... Like, I don't even know where to start. Like, there's so many. So I was trying to find, uh, here it is. Yeah. So anyways, I was very like this very broad question. Like, what are you talking about? And it's like, to add more context, I'm working with a couple of girls and a new expert. So just getting over the fear of losing and just getting them to trust the process. Um, yeah, I wanted, to, I wanted to bring it up because it's like, it's very tough question to answer. And I didn't really feel very qualified to answer this right now because um, I don't really know. And at riders at a young age, looking at their mental game, I think... Um, I think you just be looking if they're motivated and um, how determined they are to try new things and keep progressing in the sport. Like, I don't really think you need to start, you know, dialing in a mental side of things. Hey, what do you think? I think, uh, I think you can, I think you just develop the mindset, like just focus on, first of all, focus on yourself, focus on improving, focus on small things you can improve each day and things you can work on. Um, it's easy to get distracted by people at a young age, especially if they're progressing faster and if they're older and bigger and stronger and everything. Mm. But I think so long as you focus on your development and focusing on improving and just ride for yourself, that's one of the biggest things. I think a lot of kids and people feel pressure to ride for sponsors or ride for other reasons. Mm -hmm. Um, but always keep in mind that you do the sport for yourself. You do it because you love it. Um, and race for yourself. Yeah, that's actually, you know what, that, I think you hit it the nail on the head right there. Do it for yourself. You're, yeah, I'm you're a smart looking, guy. I fucking nailed it. You fucking nailed it. You know what? You're trying to progress for yourself, win for yourself, learn for yourself. It should be about yourself. I know there are other, other pressures sure. coming from around. There always but, yeah. is, yeah. And it's it's hard, but yeah. I think that's one of the main things is always ride for yourself. And it, it can get hard when you get older and there's sponsors and federations and people are pulling you in different mm -hmm. different directions, but always remember you're in it for yourself. Yeah, make your goals short-term, long-term. Tick those small boxes and then you eventually you'll get to that big box. 100%. Uh, yeah, we just had somebody try to call into the show. They just hung up. It's fine. We got to move on. We, we got to move through. We got um, a rant. Uh, I see you wrote one in here too. So we got two rants. I got a rant too. Well, not a rant. We, we got another case. We got we to gotta have a, a name for this. We had another case of a guy trying to post about their anti-doping. We had another doping case. We had another doping case. We, we got to shut this down. Diego Arboleda, we got to lock this up. We don't, we can't have people posting about anti-doping. We know everyone gets tested. Everyone's posted about it. We know how cool everyone is getting tested. We're all top athletes here. We got to, we got to lock this up. We got to lock it down. We got to nip this right now. Right now. We got to lock this up. Like there wasn't much. You didn't do, there wasn't a big post. There wasn't a big post. Doesn't matter. It was a post. Okay. Diego's awesome. I really like Diego. But we got to lock this. We got to lock these doping posts up. Huge fan of the guy. B big fan. You know, nice guy, but we got to lock yep. it up. We got to lock this up. So right uh, I was trying to, I was trying to find the thing that I was trying to play for this thing because we got to lock it up and I was trying to find it. And you know what? There you go. You blew it. Anyways, that's it. All right. 
D? Yes. Would you like to do the last round? Or are we good? Oh, you can do it. You oh, want to do no, it? we don't have to. Just it was one of your options. Yeah, I know. And then you had someone. I saw you had someone do this. So you want to do? Yeah. It? Well, okay. The other rant was, you know, when people like to, uh, they come up to us. They come up to us BMX racers. I often get it when I'm doing sprints somewhere, and uh, they got to ask us about tricks. I had a lady come up to me. I was doing sprints. She was like, "Oh, was that one of those BMX bikes you got there?" I was like, "Yes." As a matter of fact, it is. I was I was happily surprised at the time when she pointed out that it was a BMX bike. And she's like, oh, cool, you must do those tricks. And I was like, nope, this is built for racing. Wanna, is, how bad did you want to slap that lady? Literally, like, it's it's not her fault, but it just happens all the time. Like, It's really frustrating. Like, gosh. we never get any recognition in our sport. No, it's always like, they probably don't even know the tricks. Like, they don't even know it. They just seen mm -hmm. a skate park, and they're like, oh, they put the two bikes together. And it's like, no, it's not even similar. Like we are we're professional not mad that people sport. don't know because we understand, but it's just really frustrating that racing never actually gets um, appreciation. Then you say like, I'm racing and they're like, Oh, uh, they're like, Oh, okay, cool. And it's like, I would love to someone to be like, Hey, you must be BMX racing. Do you do it down the local track at like the park there? And I'd be like, actually, no, that's for younger kids, but that's exactly what I do. Like, let's, let's talk about it. But no, it never happens like that. Yeah, I know. So I was like, Oh no, I don't actually do backflips. I'm actually a racer. I know. Then they're disappointed. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. So oh, no. it is, it is what it is. That's the rant over and done with. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, th I, think, I think that was a great show. I think we're a little, I really cooked. enjoyed it. it. Some people said in the chat room, this is the best radio show thus far. It really. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, this is our first time doing it on zoom. Not sure how it worked, but hoping it worked out well. Uh, great guests. Great, great guests. guests. Thanks to Trey. Thanks to Connor. Thanks to P. Thanks to Dusty. Thanks to Mitchie. Thanks to Roger. I can't believe you remembered everyone. Good job, T. Fantastic yeah. work. Um, um, it fun was great. Show. Really enjoyed it. Thanks to everyone. Thanks to everyone for supporting the show. Um, also, thanks for everyone that's bought merch so far. Um, yes, it's just you know a little here and there, but we we got a little bit of sli a little slice of that merch when you guys buy it, and it helps support us and keep this show rolling. So thank you guys yeah, for it really doing does. That. Yeah, yeah, it really does. If you guys you know buy your merch, obviously, let me get a small. Uh, percentage of it and it really does help us same if same thing with last show we had a new sponsor on and we were able to get you guys a discount on some coffee i'm not sure who was able to purchase that but hope you guys enjoyed it because you know like i said that's what keeps us going thanks to ProGate europe winning starts with a great a fucking great gate winning starts with a great gate trey's going to be popping off a great gate at the grands and uh, he yeah, was he saying is. you know what John, i hope i hope he does well i hope he does too uh Me big too. Sh shout out to uh motosheets.com there's an app coming soon guys so stay tuned we were, uh, yeah, you need to get a timing and scoring system for your track. Races are going to be happening. We need them all. So thank what, you guys you for doing? coming on board. So, uh, yeah, big shout out to all them. And you know what, T? Remember, snap on green and uh, hit it hard. Snap on green, hit it hard, people. Hit it hard. Hit it hard. <laughs>